You are listening to the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Leave your feelings at the door because we coming with that realness, my nigga. Oh, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, it is your boy, Arizona Burst. And with me, as always, my dude and co-host, Soul Papo. Ariba, motherfuckers, I'm Black. Uh, he's Mexican in any federation, so don't even pay attention to him. But uh, welcome to our podcast. It is a podcast about nothing in particular, just pop culture and current events, minus the bullshit. You know, you know now, we bullshit. Don't lie to me. We do that too, but anyway, uh, fuck with us at ibhmpodcast.com, where you can catch all of our episodes, including those from previous seasons. Each episode, you can watch live, listen to the podcast feed, catch the links to all of the articles we discuss, view the photo gallery of that episode's uh, dedications, as well as leave feedback directly on said show. Because how are we going to know what you want unless you tell us? Closed mouths don't get fed, but now fuck with our, uh, I mean, social media, so stock us on that shit, like our Facebook fan page, uh, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to YouTube's channels, and follow dedications on, on our Tumblr blog, Dastly, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, TuneIn Radio, leave us some uh, five-star reviews, uh, pretty much tell us how you would like, what would you do like, motherfucking uh, share, you know what I'm saying? Do what you gotta do. Sharing. Give, give, give us some thumbs up. Allows us to know what we're doing is all right. And if you don't like it, then please talk shit to us. And, and so guess oh, we gotta, gotta do. We got a lot of shit talking on one particular video, but we'll leave that as is. But right. uh, lastly, speaking of fuckery, uh, follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. And that can be found at a different state of black dot tumblr dot com. And uh, make sure to fuck with my dude, Soul Papo, on his main source of social media fuckery, which is? Which is also that Tumblr, so really anything social media is S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O. So at Soul Papo, but in particular the Tumblr, it's soulpapo.tumblr.com. You can, you can get down in the DMs. Ain't that a new like song that they rocking with? Ain't that the new new hot shit? It's terrible because I think that's like the ultimate, and it's been like this in a minute. But nigga, it goes down in the DMs, bitch. Do not send me this text. I'll log into this particular social media thing, go to my direct messages, and I'll holla at you there. That's that's the way that me and the next kind of kept on fucking around terrible so when i heard that shit in the radio oh. I'm, just, I'm just thinking oh nigga the secret is out one of the most um controversial shits and i forget what his name was he was like the secretary of the military i forget what his name was uh he recently had resigned like maybe about a year or two ago but he had got caught up in an affair by a bitch who apparently had ties to some other country germany or russia oh, one of the bad boy oh, big daddy dicks straight up yeah well the bitch was fucking in Russia. She was that community pussy to the, for the internet, for the UN. Oh, yeah. Now the way that they were actually communicating was they would send, not send emails, but they would share an email account and just save a draft. So technically nothing never sent. It was just there. The bitch would pick it up, check on it. Okay. Respond That's back. smart. It was, but now my niggas don't care. And it goes down in the DMs. So I don't know how I would have linked that shit, but Nigger them. Now we are what on episode eighty four? Eighty four. Is that what we double done? standard? Double standard. Yes, are we gonna be indeed. About some woman and man kind of shit? Is that what you're talking about? That kind of double standard? Uh 
Well, we'll get into it we'll in, to- um, I guess, this week's version of Top Stories. But, okay. uh, yeah, we got Y'all, y'all got to stay we tuned. Back. Y'all just seen the clip right now, hearing a little bit of peace. Stay tuned, please. Fuck with us. I'm, I promise you it gets better. Kind of like that one song from Dev. Um, song about her sex drive is pushed to start or something like that. Is that how mm. you know that song? No, I don't. That, that, that bitch that sang <laughs> uh, Like a G6. Like a G6. This bitch just oh, had this one song. song of hers I knew. Oh, for real? She actually got yeah. down. She was a good writer. She was like the the Sia at the moment because she, she wasn't pretty enough to be marketed on her own, but she made good songs oh. for other people and brought the, those bunch of chinks that no one ever fucking really fucked with before or after. But yeah. See, what they need to do, she needed to get a little uh, nine-year-old girl to uh, dance in nude color um fucking Penis? tights body tights uh like sia so then she can go ahead and uh pull that uh pedophile uh group because uh that's yeah, how you get it, that's how you get them see you got yeah. over with the little half-naked girl she which realized. i'm still uncomfortable watching those videos she realized the playbooks that are out there they're gonna buy this shit they got money to spend they oh, give they no fucks they ain't saving for their own kids in future nigga they're trying to save for <laughs> i don't know that's it just is. yeah this maybe we shouldn't go there but uh, we're back, so, and uh, and and your boy Arizona Verse uh, actually uh, update might be man. looks like uh, I might be going on short term disability for a little while. Oh uh, shit! Dude. Now, mind you, for, for those that are listening, this is your mental health update because you had recently yes. discovered that you were bipolar. We realize that it isn't just no. an excuse women use to not give up the pussy. This is an actual <laughs> thing. Or when they break shit, stab you and say, hey, baby, I was just, you know, I was off my meds. You recently will put on something, taking off something, and you just, and you couldn't do the fucking show with me. You didn't want to hang out with me on a Friday night in front of the computer talking shit. What the fuck? What you got better to do, Mr. Mr. Husband with two kids? What you got better to do than talk (laughs) to me? Yeah, I, I, uh... This week was an interesting week because, like you said, yeah, put on, pulled off. Uh, the update, I went to um, a psychiatrist to talk oh, about the mental health issues and kind of figure out what's going on. It's like an hour-long was that that uh, conversation. That was, was, that, oh, yeah, that was Tuesday. Okay. No, no, that was just uh, just once this week. And so uh, kind of they get an idea of the background or whatever, because that's what they want to see if it's something background related, like how was your childhood and so on and so forth. So they can figure out what's going on. Could you remember so, that far back? Yeah, I'm pretty much. Yeah, I could remember just about every the majority of everything going back to like five or six. Damn. How is yeah. we not affect you the way that it has me, nigga? I barely, like, not only can I not remember what the fuck I had last week, but also, like, there's certain key things. Like, I think I'm, I might remember yeah. fifth grade teachers only because I was such a fucking brown noser, too, and I realized uh, the benefits of, you know, for corporate America. But, like, besides <laughs> key things like that, I can't remember back to five, six. Anyways, I'm so sorry. So, no, no, so you're you, good. So, yeah, I was retracing so... steps. So anyway, so went through the whole thing or whatever. And then so his diagnosis is to start over essentially from the beginning uh, because he feels that I self-diagnose myself with bipolar. But I think one of the issues we have is uh, English isn't this guy's first language, but uh, shots out to him. Is he is he West, is he Indian? No, it's an African brother. So shouts out to him. So I'm going a, I'm to a work with him. He's, he's an African brother. And was so he talk, was uh, he talking to you and. <laughs> and then clicks no no he was uh he was speaking english but there was some times when we 
it didn't quite seem like we were understanding each other. He looks at you and he's like, "Nigga, do you not understand? Do you not understand the words that are coming out of our? Give us free. That is your problem. Give us free. No, this cost by the hour." <laughs> but no, um, so I had explained the bipolar and how it came up because um, going back to the beginning, how all this started, um, I had what I now believe to be um, a panic attack when I was at work that Monday after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so my anxiety spiked through the roof or whatever, just out of control. I called out of work. I was like, I'm not going to be able to finish the rest of the day. Called the doctor that day, made the appointment for the next day, so on and so forth. And then I had made a list of all the things I had been going through leading up to that. And then once I made that list, I threw that shit into WebMD because that's kind of what WebMD is for. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, and it came to bipolar and I read some more stuff with bipolar and it was like, oh, some other stuff I didn't even realize were issues. They're talking about it on here. And um, so then I went to the doctor that next day. This is the Tuesday now after Christmas. And I explained to him, I was like, this is what's going on. I'm experiencing all these things or whatever, so on and so forth. And that my concern is that it's bipolar. And the doctor, my primary care physician, was on the same page and was like, yeah, and that's why he put me on lithium. Now, the psychiatrist wants to start back from the beginning. So he pulled me off of the lithium immediately. Then the other thing that I've been on for like two years now is Patsel, which is an antidepressant or whatever. And so Patsel, you can't just stop taking it. The shit is like heroin. You'll have a bad effect to it if you just get pulled off of it. So I'm taking commercials for Patsel. No, and I've tried to avoid it. They bad, ain't they? They got motherfuckers standing in a room. White white walls, nothing around them, to them like fucking running through crop fields. Like it's just it's it's one fucked up scenario to another. To be honest with you, and I and I get what that is meant to be because uh, part of the thing with all the issues I've been going through with the depression that hasn't like risen back up is uh, everything's gray. And what I mean by that, like nothing's enjoyable. Like I don't feel like watching any TV. I don't feel like playing any games. I don't feel like reading anything. I don't want to play no games. See, and that's the thing. It's like I want to put. I want to like hide every responsibility so that I can (laughs) fucking play some games. Turn on my fucking phone. Disconnect the fire alarm so I can chain smoke and just play fucking games. So that's the part of the depression side of it is the enjoyment in all of that. Even, yo, even porn isn't enjoyable right now. It's just everything is can just planned. Oh, oh, yeah, I can still get one off. Uh, that's still, <laughs> you just, yeah. You just ain't having fun doing it. But just the, the porn in general, it's not the same excitement that it used to be. So anyway, everything's just gray. And so that's part of the, the battle of whatever. But um, so essentially, psychiatrist wants to start back over from the beginning. So took me off of lithium immediately. Uh, the patzel, I'm cutting it in half and I'm taking a half of one for seven days. And then he put me on some other stuff. Let's a pro. And I'm oh, taking shit, I heard about that. that. I didn't know that okay. was the mood stabilizer. Yeah, so that one's uh, for depression and for anxiety because he feels I'm not bipolar. He thinks I'm just 
fighting depression and anxiety. I don't quite agree, though, because it's been about three days now or whatever off the lithium and uh, not feeling right, not feeling balanced. That's why I had said uh, when you were talking about doing the show uh, the other night, I was like, by the time nighttime hits, I'm like so done with life. Like, I don't want to get up and do anything. Uh, so in the morning, it's easier in the morning because nothing has happened yet. There's nothing to affect the mood, if you will. Right. And so it's like fresh up in the morning. Hey, I can be okay. But then as the day progresses, I just... Why, why can't you do a show a little bit moody? Like, what's going to happen? Are you going to tell me to fuck off? Or you can call me a goddamn spick beaner... Yeah, I would you? probably because part of it is ir- irritability, and so I just get angry about everything. You know? <laughs> you're like, I'm a fuck. I do not have the energy to deal with you. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, I mean, well, it's cool. you can no, say and, it. Like, no, and that's the thing. I don't have the energy to do anything because, like, even like last night, uh, like I was kind of like laughing. The, you know, the tear or the tears of the clown, however you want to put it. Okay, uh, lady, all that shit. So we're all, you know, sitting in the house. And as you know, it's me, the wife and the two boys. And uh, we all rotate between who gets to control the Roku remote. So sometimes it's, hey, Kai, you get to pick and watch, you know, pick what we're watching. Sometimes they gets the remote. You do, get to do pick the boys, what we're Do the boys actually behave themselves when it's your turn, you and Steph's turn? For the most part, um, they like they don't watch what we watch. A lot of times they'll play the tablet or they'll play or they'll just play with their toys or whatever if i'm watching wrestling zay's all about it so you know zay sitting there zay's telling me what show that we need to be watching and uh so uh yeah so it's just funny but so anyway uh like last night we're all sitting down rotating the remote so on and so forth and like each time like it came to me it's just like none's it i just want to lay down and do nothing just i feel that now, I, so, I got to ask you because uh, Soap Apple MD had recommended last episode, I think it was last episode, about you trying to put your P in a V that might not be belonging to thee. And I had gotten a message from, yo, from the first lady of BHM, IBHM, and she tells me, and I, was, and I was freaked out, bro. She tells me, what the fuck? You want him to cheat on me? And I was like, did this nigga snitch or did she listen to the show? No, you know, she listens to every episode. Why? She's been following. She's, inter- she's entertained. She's entertained by the show. But no, it's hilarious because I didn't even know until after she got off work that day. Uh, she kind of laughed and she was like, so she was like, uh, so I hit Richard up and I was like, oh, about what? And then she had mentioned, uh, you know, when you had cracked that joke. And then uh, she was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, he was sweating bullets. And I was for real though, like, and then I was busy on top of that, so it was like, and but I had responded to her first message. I want to say pretty quickly, so when she hits me with the the thing, I was like, uh, I was like, oh fuck. I mean, like, I was like, what the hell do I say? I'm like, I'm like, nah. And then like, and it took me a minute because I was like, when the hell what, did I say something like that? And I'm trying to think. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, because you, yeah, you had cracked. I forgot exact the because I remembered at the time what the wording was. But yeah, you had cracked a joke about uh, uh, to get cheered up or whatever. Putting like, you know, uh, it makes me feel better. Some new pussy, <laughs> new pussy. But, but no, and no, it was hilarious. And that's the thing, honestly. Like with the show and people, like people are funny because even like the internet trolls that have been trolling us on uh, one of our Martin Scarelli videos. Um, The thing is like, it's the show is a comedy show slash 
serious show, if you will. So some of it is serious. It's us being ourselves, but a lot of it is also comedy, just us being dumbasses. And so, uh, so that was the, I had said to her, I was like, well, I was like, we're just being dumbasses choking and talking yeah. and shit like that or whatever. But no, it's uh funny and it outside of that. CNN or something like that, which God bless it. If we was the CNN news, I'm very sure. I'm black. He's no. Mexican. It, this Mexican likes to say racial slurs. And yeah, and the thing I always say to uh, everybody, like, why are you taking me serious? So, like, seriously, why are you taking me serious? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm totally. I'll tell you this. I swear, I'm totally half serious when I say my shit because. Honestly, without getting too, because it's kind of depressing to be honest with you, which is understandable why we'd feel in such a way. The world is a fucked up place. It's a beautiful place. God, I want to say, had blessed it for us to be able to enjoy. And I'll use the religious excuse of saying the devil wants to tear it away from us. However, it is you want to accept that, it's beautiful. Oh, shit. That was weird. Oh, that was your bag. I don't know what the fuck's moving around. I mentioned the devil. Devil be gone! The devil is not welcome here! But anyways, um, what was I saying? No, no, it's 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 such a terrible and beautiful thing to honestly, with all the bad that there is, we I can honestly only survive it and not want to end myself by making fun of it. World is yeah. too fucked up to not make fun of it. When when you see an asshole, do you not want to fucking pull a put your you know do the elf ears and then stick your tongue out like fuck that yeah. shit, fuck yo that. and. No, and that's the thing, too. Uh, Anybody who has a creative outlet and does things like creatively or whatever, those are the most, um, and I use this as a harsh word, but are the most damaged people, if you will. Mm -hmm. The creative people are the people who are most damaged by what's going on in the world. They see the world in kind of a different light, if you will. And so they use creativity and their imagination to escape from what the fucked up world, if you will, and to kind of help other people or whatever. And so like, even this, us doing the podcast or whatever, this is us doing stand-up comedy, if you will, in a um, podcast format. And uh, we're doing it, uh, you know, laughing at the pain of the world to kind of grow and progress and move beyond it. And so, yeah, that's the thing. And just like, even like a uh, shout out to Joe Rogan. Um, he talks about it with uh, comedians who, you know, stand up comedians and his buddies. He's like, all comedians are uh, fucked up. Like they all had some fucked up shit and they're hopping up on stage and Hey, everyone pay attention to me. Just listen to me as I spill this uh, for my soul. And Oh, it also, you know, is a thumbs up when you laugh at the shit that I do. So yeah, very true. Hence why I need the outlet. Oh. I just got to be able to escape the motherfucking room. So yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that you get better. And honestly, I think, honest, because you yourself had talked about that you feel like shit when you're not productive. Well, then my brother, then mm. I don't know. I don't. No. I don't know what else to fucking say, man. We we. I, I'm no. tired of myself not getting shit done, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know where to start. No, the last two things with the mental health to kind of explain uh or kind of so like the other thing like how it kind of feels is um have you ever been have you ever been knocked out like not like necessarily like in a fight but just have you ever like hit your head and blacked out or anything 
Yes, I, I'm gonna say supposedly I had a seizure, and it's because I thought my mama was coming out the door, and I was doing something real bad. This is me being a grown ass man. Like I can mm-hmm. hear, like I, it's my, you know how when you can hear certain cars, you'd be like, oh, I know whose car that is. Yeah, my yeah. mama has like a certain, like I can, like I'd say the bitch is evil, but she has a certain kind of energy, and like I can yeah, like right? smell her almost kind of too. You know, being a stinky Mexican and all. I can smell the. And and I did, yeah, and I'm just like, oh fucking, I, I, I legitly fainted, hit my hit my fucking head on a goddamn soap container or shit made out of ceramic anyways long story short yes i did why what's up okay so um i've been knocked out too before in like a car accident i've been i was in i was in like 16 car accidents by the age of 18 you know only like three or four of them were like serious the other ones were kind of like fender benders but it was a few of them that were like serious one in particular when i was in the fifth grade that's why niggas ain't in nascar <laughs> yeah, exactly. Niggas don't fuck with that. Now, uh in the fifth grade, I was in uh one where um I didn't have my seatbelt on, and it was because I had my seatbelt on, and then I was checking to make sure I had put my homework in my backpack. So I undid my seatbelt, checked my bag in the back, it was good. Then I moved back up to the front, um, forgot to put my seatbelt back on, and then like five minutes later, we got in an accident with a flatbed trailer came off, hit us. Oh, I went shit. flying into the windshield, hit my head on the windshield, got knocked out, so on and so forth. So anyone who's been knocked knocked out um when you kind of come back from being knocked out you know how you're kind of loopy that's essentially how i have felt since i had that anxiety attack that week after i feel like i kind of like got up from a concussion trying to figure out where the hell you at and i'm trying to yeah it's like i came back from a concussion and like the dizziness if you will hasn't finished like i'm still a little loopy if you will and then um so the last thing is um i have another appointment to go to see my doctor my primary doctor on tuesday so we can talk about the short-term disability and uh the other thing i want to look into is make sure since i don't feel anything externally actually happened to cause all this um, what I want to do is um, check internally to make sure everything else is good. Make sure like it's not a separate. Like, issue. what could have triggered this shit? Yeah, because and that was the thing. Like as I was talking to the uh, psychiatrist, other than getting fired from um, that last place like seven months ago, other than that. Everything was good. And that weekend before I came back to work, everything was good. It was a good Christmas. Everything was happy. Everything was good. So it wasn't like something happened. Oh, a loved one died. And oh, now I'm depressed. No, it's just bam. Is it possible that you have everything that you need in this world and your diabolical ass had nothing better to do than to just self-destruct? Like, nigga, we (laughs) have hit the checklist on everything that we need. Touch that red button, please. Because that that is life. I, I gotta say something because honestly, like, right, for example, when I get in my real depressive uh, moods, I get into my collector mode, where all of a sudden, like, I want the rare thing so I can have it for my collection and shit. Like, for instance, some some video games, right? So I go and I hunt, I do research, try to find the cheapest place to get it. I get it. And I'm just like, fuck, I can't believe I spent on this shit. Like, that was such a waste of money. You know how the Jew I am, dude. I don't even like spending on myself. I'm not even kidding you. You figure I'd be like fucking Wario, and I just want to collect all the monies so I can just buy myself all the shits. I can't even buy myself shit because I'm like, that was such a waste of money. I'm so stupid for doing that. So, like I said, so when I have everything that I want, like, I just, I then don't know what the fuck to do with it. And I regret getting it. 
So no, that is that is a possibility because that is that would be life because that's how life plays out. Oh, nigga, you think you happy? Well, here we're gonna make you mentally self destruct. <laughs> I, I I was joking from the beginning and I said this: the NSA is doing some MK Ultra trick on me because I got I woke up too much and I've been oh I'm I'm so happy and I'm just dropping this knowledge and I'm nigga a justice them. warrior and no nigga you are going down. Oh, be sad. Hit the sad button. Get his be demon sad. monster. Sadness monster. Hello. Meet verse. Verse. This is the devil. So, <laughs> like, oh God. That's so, so that's 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 what they're doing to us. And this is why truly, 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 every moment that we can be competent, that we uh-huh. can be awake, aware, do what you have to do. And don't look so, back. I say fuck y'all niggas. Um, we're gonna keep it pushing. And even with my crazy ass right now, like it's the other thing that's kind of funny is like if emotions were voices or whatever, I would say right now there's too many voices in my head mm-hmm. because essentially that's part of the other issue is like it's like a thousand emotions going at the same time. But uh fuck y'all niggas, we're gonna keep it moving. That's, that's IBHM what, podcast, we back, niggas. That's that's why G's can't fail. We gotta be a G. And yeah, the G, G is salad and lasagna, so that means I can't say nothing. Somehow this connects to, you know, saying snitch or die. But oh. one thing I will gotta say, because this is exactly what I feel like the man or the machine or whoever the fuck they is uh, and how they fucking with us. One of the things I honestly feel, and this ain't even the Jew in me. I swear to God, this ain't just the Jew in me. The way they try to get us to is by making believe, playing make believe with our stuff, with our emotions, the way we think. One of those fucking ways are the holidays. Today, which I, I'd be very mighty impressed if you were able to publish the show today, but I know how much work that is. Um, today is February the 14th, 2016. Oh. Also better known as Valentine's Day. Mm. Now, I'm not too and sure. Real quick shouts out to yesterday's holiday. Uh, a lot of people don't know because it's kind of unofficial. Was side chicks day? <gasps> no, it was. I haven't been online, nigga. Oh, oh February thirteenth is that's when you trick on your side chick, and then the real chick you get your shit on Valentine's Day. You spend time with the real one on Valentine's Day, but you see your side chick on on, on the thirteenth. So y'all niggas remember that for next time. Wait, 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 wait. Was that really a holiday or are you just saying because you're going to spend it with the main chick on Valentine's Day? So you got to get the side chick some love so she ain't feeling forgotten or begotten or forsaken like they did Jesus on the cross? Yeah, this is like a, a social begotten. media holiday that started like a couple years ago. So, uh, yeah, so sure show, show love to your side chicks on the 13th, y'all. Because I remember there really was a side chick holiday. It would make sense that it was the 13th, but was it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is facts. Is it, is it a hashtag? Because it, it should ain't true. It's a hashtag. Oh. It's a hashtag. Since it's a hashtag, it's real. Oh, shit. Real. That's, that's, that's when you go thrift shopping because it falls on a Saturday. So you know it's 50 shit going to be 50% off at the Goodwill. So you're going to get the bitch a little trinklet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe a fucking chocolate rose from the dollar store. I believe it. I could see that happening. And so, well, but see, oh, now, go ahead, go ahead. That, well, that's the thing. And do we get historical with, with, the, with the story that's coming up? Oh, yeah, we about to get in historical because it? Uh, it is Valentine's Day. Yes. So I think it's only right that we tell the people of Valentine's Day story. But I'm just saying, do we get historical, though? Oh, it gets historical. Does it? It gets All historical. Right. All right. All right. So, uh... <laughs> Ooh, so you just put your dick on the carpet and you make sure that everybody gets a piece. It's like, hey, would you like this? Would you like some good? 
Oh, story time with Verse and Popo. And um, the story time this week is uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Um, I hate you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, apparently, and I did not know this, uh, apparently as far back as the 1840s and until 1940, um, there was a vinegar Valentine. And apparently what that was, was that Valentine's Day was so insufferable um, that it was a day for telling everyone else exactly how much you hated them. And you could do this through anonymous poems. Oh, God. I would have had some fun with this shit. So uh, real quick, we'll uh, read through a couple of these uh, Valentine's Day cards. And uh, yeah. can I tell you something? They say yeah. this is why I asked you if we're going to get into some facts or not. Uh, but they Talk say that in Valentine's Day or Valentine's that there's about, I don't know, 1500 million roses or 15 million, no, yeah, 15 million uh, chocolates or roses, some shit that gets bought. With roses, I believe. And they say that 70% of it, this is fucked up, this is weird, I don't know how the hell they know, is actually sent to themselves by the woman themselves. Uh, so would, I don't know how many millions of thousands of these roses that get sent to a motherfucking bitch, 77% of it actually comes to the woman themselves. I would love to hear a story of someone, and we're not, we are not—we won't put you on blast. If you want to be anonymous, then you just tell us. And I swear to God, we won't, you know what I'm saying, we won't throw you into the wolves. But I want to know, though, women, who of you have done this, and why have you done this? And when you do this, do you believe that someone else is sending it to you? Or do you just like the fact that you're getting something and you waited all this time because you didn't want to pay for expedited delivery, that it gets to you within seven to ten business days, and you finally get it? Like, does it make you feel some type of way? I really, I'm, I'm really curious. Yo, and I have heard that of women buying flowers themselves and sending it to themselves at work. So mm-hmm. I have heard of that to so they don't look bad in front of other women. See now it and that's what upsets me the most, right? So this is where the, and I don't want to go into rant about how I don't like Valentine's Day or how I feel like it's commercial and it only started to sell fucking oh, jewelry. That. And that's why bitches think that jewelry is a bitch's best friend. And that's why I'm gonna call you bitch and ain't just because of what Tupac and Too Short said. But on the for real, for real. Why you call you bitch? Bitch. I bet. You know what I'm saying? And it just the, it just creates a standard. And like I said, this ain't the jewel in me, you know, that, and ain't that reason. And mind you, yes, I will hate on Christmas about that because the people want to get rid of the old stock and also make you feel like this is the way that you can love Jesus is by getting other motherfuckers all the shit to get yourself in debt. And that's what makes it, I think that's what makes this holiday even the most hardcore for me too, because I had to take the hit that I had to take because people are so keen on present time being, you know, at the end of the fucking year instead of it, you know what I'm saying? When you either deserve something or when it's, I don't know, an actual yeah. meaningful day that wasn't, and I don't, and I hate to get all uh, factual because that shit just confuses me anyway. And I'm a little bit too high to get into the specifics, but, but with Valentine's Day, the honest, we believe that this is the one fucking day that we got to, pour all this money and uh, shit into so that you can prove that you love someone instead of doing it throughout the whole fucking year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, uh, like when motherfuckers look at church and it only being Sundays, bitch, we should have church every day. Yeah. And I'm like that with, um, cause I'm not, I've never really been a holiday person. Like, I, Oh, holiday. Like not the only holiday that I get excited about is Thanksgiving. Cause I get to go and eat. Like yeah, it's all, I, yeah, that's it's all selfish or it's all yeah. self-indulgent. 
But no, but with Valentine's Day and with Christmas or whatever is cliched at this point. But yeah, Valentine's Day, you should love your significant other throughout the entire year. And with Christmas, no, you should be grateful and and help people and and uh, just you know be no, be giving be, that Christmas spirit, that giving spirit should be around all year long. So. Yes, and Thanksgiving. Remember that whites fucking raped and pillaged fucking Indians. All the fucking time, not just on this no. one fucking day when they trick these niggas with anal beats and told them those fucking had magical powers. What? And I don't know if I had mentioned this uh, during uh, uh, last Thanksgiving uh, week, but uh, I do a silent protest now for Thanksgiving because I still. You were the black? Go. Yo, all black. All black. So, all black yeah. after Black Friday. So See, that's all I black do. Is just black Friday. That's my peaceful protest. Hands up, don't shoot. That you gotta say shit. <laughs> <laughs> no oh god and that's so awesome because honestly and i, and I realized this too i was listening you know i, I love uh i like talk radio and, and 92 uh 0.3 ku not kupd ktar down here locally in phoenix arizona they're the shit um but on sunday the old sons announcer pat mcmahon i'm not too sure if you remember him he was and i never i don't never like basketball but fucking he was the announcer for the sons anyways pat man really good dude still on radio he has on sundays called the god show and people love him he's a great so like this nigga's like damn near like the pope for real the radio and um you know he does his god show thing and he was talking to some cat and he was saying about how when he some this, this homie was telling about when he grew up how his mom would always say use your inside voices so same thing when it comes to politicians and they're fucking being all, all bolsterous and like for for do we get presidential later no not really no all right well ted cruz and he kind of has some some uh, scandalous shit because i think this nigga hired an ex-porn star softcore porn star so it wasn't even a big old deal yeah. um to be in this ad and he's very religious so you know he got backlash over that because niggas be investigating no matter what and like that fucking matters like motherfucker that's something you did in your past how you how are we gonna judge this bitch get all mad that you know what i'm saying we're on a, on a christian campaign and we can't forgive the bitch for something she did in the past anyways yeah. i digress because that's not important no but. i was just going to add to that i thought it was fantastic that ted cruz and his i'm super religious ass i love that that happened to him if that happened to trump or anybody else i don't think it would have been that big of a deal it wouldn't have no one would have given a fuck no one would have cared but since he's so religious or claims to be so religious um that was funny but then the other thing shots out to her because she had came went on cnn or whatever and she was like yeah softcore porn people are humans who vote also so i have a voice too i'm shots out to that yo Yo, and, and one thing too, because we honestly, softcore, bitch, she showed a titty, maybe her bush, nigga, there was no penetration. Like, how are you gonna hate on the bitch? Does that make it and right? No. Me personally, even if she was a hardcore porn star, I don't care. They're humans. They bitch, both you had to make money. You're in a tough spot, or you made your decision. Okay. I don't know. I, I so asked that question. People are upset at sets workers. People are upset about um, porn stars because they sell themselves, you know, for money. Um, any of us who are out there who work a job that we don't like, aren't you also selling yourself? You're doing something that you don't like Fucking and you're doing it for money to take care of yourself. Nigga, five days a week, sometimes six. Shit, yeah, man. Right. 
So, all right, and I go into all that to say, too, that this would have been a perfect example to ask about forgiveness and show forgiveness. But one thing I love, though, and the reason why I talk about speaking quietly or using your inside voice is the fact that Ted Cruz, and I'm not backing him whatsoever. If anything, um, Ron Paul, was it Ron Hope? That was my nigga. Um, Rand Paul. Ryan, I forget his fucking name. Old bastard just didn't have the money to fucking make it. I think his son's doing something, but I don't fucking know. But I say all that because... Uh, Ted Cruz apparently, I think he was not Pentecostal, some one of the P's, and I forget the, the name of it, and forgive me. Uh, he's one of the you know P's in, in Christianity. Yeah. They believe like in the hardcore end of days. You know what I'm saying? The, Pentecostal? Where, where he, huh? No, not Pentecostal. So it's something like Pentecostal, but I, I forget. I forget the name of it. And it's so funny because I had a conversation with another cat earlier about, about that P word, but I forget. Anyways, I say that to say that he doesn't. He even though he took the the religious route yeah. about him being evangelical, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't throw that shit in people's faces about end of days. Get your shit right, nigga. You gonna die? Like he doesn't throw that shit in there. He uses his inside voice. The one thing I wanted to say to respect him was the fact that he at least isn't pushing that agenda in that way. He knows what he knows what kind of pushes buttons, but it sucks that they had that they they couldn't took in this opportunity to showcase. You know what I'm saying? Forgiveness and understanding. Like they really yeah. fucking missed the ball with that one. And yeah, I forget why the fuck how I, much of a Christian he is by showing forgiveness. So, so I guess all, all to say that shit is this, we make this big old avalanche of shit that really is nonsense and becomes a thing that's now controlling over people and what they're going to post on their Facebook, their Twitter, definitely their motherfucking Instagram of the presence of this motherfucker bottom, how expensive it was, how it compares to this bitch's thing. And that's all they do. Honestly, that's why. And this is in my dream. I, I love social media, and then I, and the only times that I hate it are things like today, the sh- thanks Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, any time of day where it's a holiday where you have to spend, you have to give something. People turn into a motherfucking contest, and this is showing off of shits. Mm-hmm. Like for some it reason, becomes, too, it huh? very superficial. So superficial. Like I even get caught up, and again, I got shit to do. And I, but I'm looking at YouTube. Motherfuckers do um, game pickups where they, I don't know, they find something rare and expensive, and it costs this much fucking money. And I'm like, why am I watching this? How did I get sucked into this? Like all my little things that I love, and then so one way or another, we're gonna get lured to it, yeah. some fucking way. And that's the way that they try to control us by luring us to that fucking materialistic fucking cock, big cock show of a. Uh, Who's who's bigger? Like I don't know. That's what makes shit so terrible. Yeah, that could be the Jew not wanting to spend, but still, that's just we're we're just we're throwing to putting too much focus on the wrong things. Yeah. So uh, with that, um, send Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, bitch. Send vinegar <laughs> Valentine's cards, and uh, we'll do this. Uh, we'll go back and forth. I'll read a card. You read a card. And uh, so um, here's one of a man kissing a donkey with a heart behind it. <laughs> And um, it says, great lover says, hey, lover boy, the place for you is home upon the shelf because the only one who'd kiss you is a jackass like yourself. I did it rhymed. <laughs> now, this uh, this next one, and I'm trying to I'm hard to understand what I'm looking at because I'm not too sure if it's like a boss lady, maybe a secretary, someone trying to push uh, something and then over a man. So I'm not too sure if the man's the salesman because he looks almost like Middle Eastern, like he maybe has oh. a little old school kiosk. Oh, she's at a counter. It's uh, the name of it is sales lady. So okay. she's at a counter. Okay. 
So he goes, a sales lady, as you wait upon the women with disgust upon your face, the way that you snap and bark at them, uh, one would think you own the place. And it's fucking true. And it's, that's the thing, because you see what someone has, what someone's getting, and you just hating. And I know this because, honestly, I'm the Arizona sun cooks me a certain way. Nigga, I be hating. I be hate, hate, hate all day. And it's and, and look where it shows itself. And that's what makes such t- t- customer service real fucking terrible, man. That is hilarious. Uh, this one has a woman holding a lemon that says to my Valentine and, um, tis a lemon that I hand you and bid you now skidoo because I love another. There is no chance for you. Damn. Burn. Burn. That's cold, yo. That's a real time. At least she was polite enough to say something about it. I know, for real. At least you gave me a card that you uh, you fucking somebody else. So I guess this is the Dear John letter, huh? I wonder how Dear John's letter started. I feel like it, it would have started back in like in uh, Valentine's Day where I feel like, all right, I'm going to send you this letter. You think you're getting some roses, bitch. I'm going to tell you how you're getting cut off. <laughs> being, being cut off, though, and shangled. Uh, this next one. Uh... Was it held in bondage? Give me the shitty ones. Yeah, it's called to be held in bondage, but it has like a woman carrying the dude like he was like he was wrapped up in a goddamn suitcase. Uh, this is really old school looking too. And it says to what my hurry wands off. What is, what does it no. say inside the drawing? Inside the drawing, like there's like a price oh, tag. My or... hubby, my hubby hands off. Oh, my uh, hubby hands off. Okay, oh man, this is something my old girl says. Held in bondage, your wifey holds you in her hands. You dare not disobey commands, and every single cent you earn, she takes and has, and so has money to burn. Oh, that's hilarious! Well, oh, they burning damn. people. Yo, then they For got. The love uh, <laughs> they got. Uh, one with a guy sitting down, he's balancing a chair, a lemon, and some lemonade on his nose, and then he That's got his, he got his woman who's on her hand upside like down. She, yeah, it looked like she popping that thing real quick. She popping on the wall with fucking uh, flags between her fucking toes. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it says a show. They got in a pitchfork in her butthole. I'm kidding, it's not on there, but it should oh. be. I had to look back. Um, it says, you claim you're good at anything, so come on, show some proof, and let me see how good you are at jumping off the roof. Damn, yo. That was cold. the original Go Fuck Yourself. For real. And, and also the original cars. These are from these the back real, in the day. Yeah, these real cars. Like, for all you people out there romanticizing like the 1950s, I, I say like milkshake right? and racism is still around. So don't worry. Like it, not much has changed. Yeah. And for y'all that want to go spend thousands of dollars and go into France, the most romantic city on earth, you're going to fucking get blown the fuck up when you could have just went to fucking Texas. It would have been a whole lot cheaper. And you know, food just is good. Anyways, this next one, it looks like a fucking homeless dude hanging off of a straw or a pipe. Or oh, a pole? that's a light pole. Yeah. Oh, okay. Light pole. That makes sense too. Also, oh, we, we, we it. it has an elephant and a heart, and I can't too sure what's on his left here, or what he's turning from or coming from. But it's called Boozer, and there's definitely an alcohol bottle spilling. It goes, you drink all day and most of the night, and then you wonder why you climb up posts and always see pink elephants in the sky. What the fuck? What Is kind that of just booze? being fucked up? I don't know. Did booze back then uh, make motherfuckers um, hallucinate? 
Hey, it, make, it makes you do everything. It's the, what do you could say, you know, and they say weed's a gateway drug, but I feel like the gateway to anything amplified other than what reality was would have started at, at um, whatchamacallit, uh, alcohol, no? I mean, unless licking toads was the first fucking hallucinogen that fucking that, that had happened, which I'd imagine because I'm pretty sure there was frogs before there was alcohol. Yeah. But either and fucking which way. That, and don't forget to. Before too, alcohol. I mean, and when did prohibition happen? The 30s? Uh, 20s? I want to say 20s, that was late twenties, thirties. Yeah, I mean, either way, all the all the more harder because you know what's going to happen, especially when weed becomes legal. We are all going to get baked out of our minds. Production is going to slow down, and then we're going to realize, oh, okay, well, let's just have See, it for you know. But I argue because that's exactly why people. That's exactly what people were saying with prohibition before alcohol was legalized. They were like, "Yo, drunk driving is going to be through the roof. People are just going to be driving over people, killing people in the streets. People ain't going to be going to work, so on and so forth." And we've managed. So I think I personally think the same thing about marijuana. A lot of people are worried, but yo, and did you see that shit in fucking Colorado? Um, marijuana is already bringing in more tax revenue than alcohol. I don't know about it, 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 it surpassing the alcohol thing, but I know that it definitely fucking allowed for sales and fucking. And, and in Colorado, it's taxed at like forty percent. So you have these high sales, and then it's taxed at forty percent, and people are still buying it. So, yeah, so that's why they're saying, yo, legalize this shit, make it expensive, motherfuckers will buy it. That's terrible. Honestly, all I'm going to fucking do, and unless they figure out a system, maybe that's why they haven't done it completely here yet. Nigga, if I get a fucking prescription of some shit, I'm going to just get that fucking card or, and I'm going to just get it from my local weed guy. Because honestly, like, why would I want to pay taxes? Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and they'll figure out a way. I'm pretty sure weed's going to need to come with a receipt pretty soon. <laughs> Let me see your receipt for that weed. Yeah. Now, uh, you bought 12 ounces. You definitely have 18. Where does all this other shit come from? <laughs> now, uh, this Nets card, um, it's a skeleton at a Civil War battlefield with a guy in the background hunched over. It looks like he got his hands on his pee pee. I don't know. Looks like uh, he's thinking. Or he's thinking or something, throwing up a Mason hand sign. Um, he says uh, to the surgeon, um, ho, ho, old saw bones, here you come. Yes, when the re rebels whack us. If you always ready with your traps to mangle, saw, and hack us. Oh, man. Oh, well, it's kind of fucked up. You want more for the jugular? <laughs> now, uh, this next one, uh, to my Valentine, and it has... Um... I guess it's called bald head and it has like this really shiny forehead looking nigga a la Rihanna with a <laughs> mustache and a, and a terrible, I don't know that it makes no sense. Bald, it's called bald head. It goes, your bright shining pate is seen all what seen at all, all at all shows and invariably down in the bald headed rows where you make conspicuous, what when you make what, conspicuous, mm -hmm. Yeah, they know what that means. By your tender care, <laughs> your true art love for one's lonesome hair. That's fucked up, yo. They is going in on people. Uh, Honestly, I, I feel like it's talking about the schnooty, and he kind of looks at nigga in the fucking. He looks, he looks really well to do in his fucking suit and tie. Fucking, yeah. he can't afford a suit and tie. And they got uh, this guy in pink pants. Um, Real artist pink. looking. Yeah, artist dude, and he's uh, painting a portrait of uh, a ginger gal. Ooh. 
Wait and um, it's, the pictures there are. it says uh, the artist, he's the real thing. First notices hair, his careless impressionist air. He paints awful trash with a great deal of dash. But if he can sell them, why care? Wow. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's the that's the true point of where an artist is true and showing you beauty. And to where they're just going to be like, fucking nigga, I want the dollar. Same reason why directors that you fucking love will make a popcorn for me movie because, nigga, I got to pay for the next one. So, you know, I got to make this shit so I can eat. So, wow. same shit with that. One nigga sell that. The artist, I think that shit was so true. And God bless the those of Udita. Yeah. Speaking of Udita, there is some kind of white bitch here that's a blonde. And just big difference. Once again, mind you, to my listeners, when I say Udita, and it doesn't even necessarily mean gringa or Caucasian. But he goes, you got... <laughs> So the civil one's called the only a mother could love. Oh. It goes, you've got more curves than a roller coaster, mm. which it would have been seen as dissing back then, you know? I don't know yeah, remember. I think that was, yeah, I don't think it, it was. You had to have been a fucking, a pretty much a goddamn near little 10-year-old boy <laughs> to be beautiful back in the day. And it goes, you got more curves than a roller coaster. Your clothes fit like a glove. There's one thing wrong, glamour puss. You're a face only a mother could love. Yo, that's where Butterface started. Oh, shit. Everything's cute, Butterface. Butterface. Oh. oh, well, I guess they, so. I guess they are appreciating the curves, and God bless them. Marilyn Monroe, baby, that's all I gotta say. She's a dumb hoe that inspired other dumb hoes, but she was beautiful and she was a thicky. Now, and they got a snake in a suit leaving from a woman in the background. She looks uh, discouraged, and it says, uh, "I'm not attracted by your glitter, for well I know how very." Bitter. My life would be if I should take you for my spouse, a rattlesnake. Oh no, I'd not accept the ring or evermore would prove a thing. This is in cursive, so fuck y'all. <laughs> Pretty much a shyest, yeah. Nick. Look, that's what it seems like. He looks like he's a salesman too. Never trust a motherfucking a top hat. I definitely want a motherfucking top hat. So I could fucking walk around with a cigar in my face, talk real 19. That is not she. You didn't, you didn't see this, she. No, sorry. I don't know. I can't think of any fucking noises. But I'm bummed. So the next one actually has that same kind of character. Nigga has a big old cigar. He goes, I just thought I'd drop in for a few minutes to chat with you. And has some like some dude sitting behind the desk. He's like, this is my busy day. So I have no I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Oh, he's at work. That must be oh, at work. Okay. It goes, the visiting pest. Oh, pest, get out and please keep out. Oh, stay away forever. I'll call you when I want you here. I'm certain twill be never. <laughs> and honestly, I think, and I was, I was chatting with this, like the shittiest thing, especially in the line of businesses that we are in, I feel like we can do things on our own. Truly, 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 there's no need for middle management other than for them to pass one message along to another motherfucker because we yeah. can't be maybe in the big boardroom meetings where shit's going down. That's truly it's this is a motherfucking translator like fuck all middle management and yeah. for and forgive me because, you know, what I'm saying, you know, you know, my, my shorty, she, she love her Tupac and she's really cool and all. But I'm pretty sure she's heard me say nigga one too many times, made her decision on me. Said fuck this nigga, and I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying, work him like my slave. 
and that's anyways. Uh, yeah, that's shouts out to my niggas. Shouts out to my niggas. Now, uh, this next one, you got a man and a woman uh, sucking face, uh, sitting on a log together with uh, hearts around them. And uh, it's called In Disgustingly Bad Taste. Which PDA uh, back in the day was. Yo, it says, are you too stupid and senseless to know that this sort of thing makes a sickening show about spooning in private? I've nothing to say, but to do it in public proclaims you a J. What's a J? I thought they was going to say proves you gay or something like that. Well, but... gay men happy, so Jay-Z oh, must mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, that's where Jay-Z came through a time portal. Him and Beyonce must have been kissing, and somebody made this card about him. He's like, I'm all things disgusting. Does <laughs> anybody want proof of that? <laughs> Whatever the hell he laughs. He kind of has like a friend, Dresher kind of laugh. Now that I think about it. Uh, but this next one's called, and I guess this next one has like a really old, rigid-looking bitch playing, uh, playing the old school piano. Like it almost reminds me of. Uh, do you remember the show called? Ah, oh, shit! It was like a oh, fuck. How could I forget the name? It was a all. It was a heavy set dude and a heavy set gal, um, and they they're just a family. And they had a show where they kind of sing at the beginning, where they sing "Those Were oh, the Days." What was that um, show called? All in the, family? All in the no. family. No, no, all in the family. No, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> Those uh, were the uh, when and he like he's just kind of complaining about this old bitch, and she's complaining about the kids, uh, and he's just saying like, pretty much I guess before it's kind of, Family Guy kind of makes fun of it. Yeah, all in the family. All in yeah. the family. Yeah. It was actually With a good Archie, show, Archie Bunker. Archie right? and Edith Bunker. Okay, now, yo, yes. it, I'll never forget, quick uh, side uh, learning about racism. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget as a kid. I I liked that show. I liked uh, Mama's Family, a lot of different shows like that. Um, how jarring it was as a child to watch All in the Family and see the episode about the black people that moved in the neighborhood and how uncomfortable Archie was. I right. that that happened at an age before I realized that people thought a different way of black people. And so here I am a child and I'm watching that and I'm like, why don't he want black people to live there? Was like, he the, was, was he was it social commentary? Was he the only one that was against it and the rest of the family was cool? The rest of the family was trying to be cool, but he was being like mad racist. Uh, all of, let me see if I can find that <laughs> that's shit. So fucking all right, so while you watch that, I'm, I'm gonna read this next one if that's okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> next one is like you are a nerve destroyer, and actually, let me just zoom into this bitch because it's uh, yeah, because it is uh, very small. Uh, so I clicked in like three fucking times. Thing, thing. Oh shit, nigga, too much. Oh man, and just and for the viewers, or I'm hoping there'll be a link to this on the website, so you guys can actually see these cards. These drawings are fucking hideous. Like they're true. I'm not sure if it's Pictionary or what does it call it when you draw when you go at the park and those bitches draw the big headed motherfuckers on the small bodies. Uh, pick caricature yeah pikachu anyways these are ridiculous it goes um you are a nerve destroyer when a pig's getting slaughtered the noise that it makes is sweeter by far than your trills and your shakes wow (laughs) and the and the howling of eats 
in the backyard at night compared with your singing is a dream of delight. Your squalls and your balls are such torture to hear. A man almost wishes he had not an ear. <laughs> Shouts out to Van Gogh. If, if someone would choke you and thus end their pain, hearty thanks from the poor distressed neighbors he'd gain. Wow. Fuck you that's, very that's much. Wild. And real quick, I think I found the episode. Uh, this is called Archie Bunker. The Coons are coming. Yeah, let's see. Why the answers are all right here in this. Oh, I love this bitch. She's the reason one of the reasons too why I wanted to pause real fast. Pause real fast. She's one of the reasons too why I had a thing like for jazzy annoying bitches that you just want to hate fuck. Not to say rape because that'd be terrible. But I mean, you just you just really give it to them and you tell them that they're the worst things on this earth. But obviously, very attractive. I'm sorry. (laughs) Why the answers are all right here in this sculpture? Take for instance what this represents. This here is the struggle of the races, man's inhumanity to man, yet through it all, the shining hope of a new brotherhood, see? Knowledge. The girl has gone base. I'm all alone. I'm all alone in this house. Isn't anybody else interested in upholding standards? Our world is coming, crumbling down. The coons are coming. (laughs) He is right, though, because and all homeowner associations will agree. Property value goes like shit when these niggas and these spicks and these beaners come. And it all comes down to white supremacy. You, if there's black people, white, whites own the rights to write that number for the property value and so that's a way to keep negroes and minorities out of that's the whole system of white supremacy oh it's some it's a minorities over here oh we're going to bring the property value down people say oh well blacks are uh, they have uh, more uh, they commit crimes at a higher rate no, we get arrested at a higher rate because we get pulled over and fucked with <laughs> at a higher often. rate. Yeah, we get domino effect. When, oh god! When they break down the percentages of, uh, if you take whites and blacks and you make the number even or whatever, and the percentage of white people that are arrested with drugs on them compared to the percentage of black people arrested with drugs on them, more white or white people are caught more often with drugs, but black people are pulled over way more often. That's the reason why it's more of them that are in jail. We're all committing similar amounts of crime, but the cops focus on these ones over here. But hey. And, and why wouldn't you? We were trying to clean up the streets. <laughs> and the coons are coming. 12% of the population is black. There should be a lot of black families living out here. Yeah, this is only a beginning, but I think it's wonderful. Wonderful, huh? Well, let's hmm. see how wonderful it is when a watermelon rinds come flying out the window. Whoa. Because <laughs> these niggas are going litter and shit on everything. Whoa! Yeah, these biscuits. Oh God! Yeah, that was that, that was clever. Sh- this is this is uh, that was know. a show on national TV. 
and, and they added us a laugh track to it. Like, yes, you laugh oh, here. Oh, niggers and their watermelon. Oh my god. But I'm holy god. Oh, I wish we could play the fucking oh I is that the last one? I really wish yeah. we could play um uh what's his name? Andre three thousands Happy Valentine's uh, Day. That is the sh- that is the shit. But uh, lastly, shouts out to this brother who's uh, checking out a chick that appears to be walking fast. She has like lines behind her, and he like has like, huh? I say he looks like a piggy, but it's called the wolf. So I'm sorry. Yeah, he got the little pointed ears, but it says all decked out in suits and ties that nearly screamed aloud. You flash a lady killing smile and think you have them wowed. You think that you are heaven's gift to every gal you see, but you're really just a two bit chump as corny as can be. Yo, they have fuck boys back then too. <laughs> like nigga, you corny. That is fucking awesome. So, shouts out to uh, Vinegar Valentine's Day. I think we should fucking bring that back, yo. They said uh, it said that you send the cards anonymously. So, you know, I got some people that I could say a nice big fuck you to. Yeah, no, definitely. And I know, boy, I'm, I'm not in office anymore since I fucking worked in between the confines and my cave. Um, they used to have, most of the companies that I worked for had the kind of like secret Valentine shit, so you can kind of send someone like a candy oh, yeah, or yeah. some kind of lollipop or some bullshit. That'd be the perfect fucking place to do it in the goddamn workplace. Because so you, you want to send to that annoying bitch that either talks too much, eats too fucking loud, or won't stop fucking bothering you, or won't fucking wear deodorant because she's an Earth Town, Tampa the Down mm-hmm. sister. Like, whatever the fucking the reasons Rub would be. Rub the crystal a hundred times under each arm. It has to be a hundred times. If you don't, Erica Badu said it herself. So it's scripture. It's canon. <laughs> canon beats. So that's some, that's some, that's definitely some some what the fuck shit because i didn't i would have known that they would have had and, and you know what's what i'm wondering too and i, and I laugh because uh, i get mad when people say oh you're so fucking hipster because you don't like this i'm like no 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 the hipsters you know today are fucking fags if you want to say i'm an og hipster then i guess you could you, you know you could call it that sense because you know what i'm saying because it just it, it ain't about what oh anyways I, I say this to say that i feel like a true hipster thing to do now instead of fucking being on social media they got we're gonna i'm gonna start mailing letters more often now i feel like yeah. if i do that maybe i can kind of kick in the i don't know if i could cause a chain reaction and have there be pen pals all over again but i want to see if that's fucking possible you're not a true hipster unless you fucking mail letters and you have pen pals like you ain't on the social <laughs> media bullshit but i want to <laughs> but i did have to want to fucking say what the fuck of, a, of an idea to, to be able to do that to send someone a big fuck you from across the streets i mean quarters uh, i mean not quarters stamps some would say are kind of expensive because they're what 25 to 50 cents i forget how much they, they cost i mean maybe there might even be a dollar unless you get a whole book of them when's the last time you bought some stamps high school yeah yeah For real? i yeah you never had to I, send a payment like everything you have to do has been through like, online I've had a couple times where I've had to send something, but um, I'll ask somebody else for a stamp. You got a stamp? All right, let me get that. Right. I would always say to my grandma, I'm like, yeah, can I get a stamp? Can I buy a stamp? And so I, until I actually went and buy a fucking stamp booklet. At the, at the or cast. a couple times I've gone to the post office and just, hey, I need to mail this. Okay, bam, cool. But was- uh, actually buying like a book of stamps or something like that, yeah, no. It doesn't cost much. I mean, in, in all fairness, when you get a, a box of envelopes, you get a fucking letter, you get a pen, pencil, use your own blood, whatever the fuck you want to write with, it doesn't cost too much to be able to send something like that. So I don't know. That's just 
you get a card in the mail. You get a card in the mail and you open it up and, oh, I got a Valentine's note. And it's a great big fuck you. And all I, you can say is. No. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, and really well, quickly. For that it, pause. I got. I got to give up. For that pause. He wasn't expecting. He wasn't expecting it. Now, I, I did want to say though, it'd be such a beautiful thing because a lot of times when I get mail, I'm shuffling through shit that I know is an advertisement, shit that you know. What I'm saying I, I, I know it was a bill. You know, what I'm saying there's not very moments where I find a letter and I don't know exactly what it is. Even when you get your taxes paperwork, you know it's from your fucking taxes and shit like that. So you, you know, know that. if if I wasn't married, um, I would never get mail. And I say that because I don't check the mail. The mail is nothing but depressing shit and spam. Shit that I do not want. Exactly. It's mostly spam and a few bills. But the guy I knew about that, you don't got to remind me. Because I think about every goddamn day about how much debt I got over my shoulders. But I will say, though, it'd be such a beautiful thing to see all that or to go. All right. So you go through the spam, you go through the filters, you go through the shits, things you can just easily tear away shit. You got to keep. And then you get that one letter. and You're like, oh, my God, what is this? What? No return address. Fucking open it up. Oh, it looks like a Valentine's Day card. And then you fucking read it. It tells you, fuck you. Like, that is the most beautiful thing. You took me on a journey and a roller coaster of emotions just to tell me, fuck you. I can't even be mad right. now. That's one hell of a climb, man. It is. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think it's about time for some news. And, uh, Papo, did you hear the story about the Brooklyn teen that lost his arm after trying to steal, steal some Air Jordans? Make it lost an arm? No, I, I know people usually lose lives, you know what I'm saying, trying to fucking kill a nigga for his uh, Jordans, but did he get fucking sliced? Now, Macheted? And this is just the start of the story. Uh, it gets even uh, wilder than that, but uh, shouts out to uh, motherfucking uh, Complex Magazine. I bet and, you has uh, a Nigerian in this shit. <laughs> no, shouts out to uh, Complex refugee. Magazine and uh, Speedy Some kind Mormon. of refugee. <laughs> for uh, bringing us this uh, beautiful Bean footage. What's going on, guys? For Complex News, I'm Speedy Mormon, interrupting our time at NBA All-Star Weekend to report some unfortunate news. That happened? According to PIX11 News, a 17-year-old Brooklyn teen is fighting for his life in a hospital after a meetup for a pair of Jordans went bad. Per the report, the 17-year-old met up with a 39-year-old man named Phil in Canarsie, Brooklyn. The teen who was supposed to be buying the kicks got in the car, pulled out a gun, and walked out with the shoes for free. Phil, who is a father of three, then drove his car and ran over the teen in retirement retaliation, severing his arm in the process. The teen hopped on an MTA bus without an arm when Phil rolled up and pulled him off of the bus. The teen escaped Phil again, ran home still without an arm, and collapsed. The teen is in serious but stable conditions, and doctors do plan to try to reattach his arm. And now Phil is facing attempted murder charges. Bizarre story to say the least, but I'm not sure why all of this sneaker violence is happening over some damn shoes. Something's got to change here, guys. He just jumped over Jumpman. Oh, holy hot damn. And now let me just uh, backtrack and uh, repeat that real quick for the people who didn't quite catch that. Um, Teenager tried to buy some Jordans off of a 39-year-old father of three um, off of a Craigslist ad. Um, When the kid showed up, he pulled out the gun to get the Jordans and the money. So you got Um, his free. 
So, he, so the nigga was selling free. the Jordans or the old man was selling the Jordans? The old man was selling the Jordans. Okay. And the teenager came up to rob him. After and he took teen- some money? Yeah. And so after the kid so th- robbed th- this nigga him, took his shoes and took his money? Took the shoes and the money. I would have took the car too. Might as well. We're going to escape. I know. You might as well, nigga, give me the car too. And that was where he fucked up. Um, he didn't ask for the car. <laughs> so then the 39-year-old man proceeded to run over him, which severed the kid's arm. The kid got up and ran. Keep running. This is a bionicle-ass nigga. (laughs) The kid kept running and ran to a bus to hop on a bus to which the man, like the motherfucking Terminator, caught up with the kid and pulled the kid who, mind you, visualizing the story. You, you gotta, I, I can imagine he, he caught up with them because the bus driver, not giving a fuck this nigga's arm is severed. He's like, $75.25, please. This nigga's no, like, I, uh, it's, in, it's in this pocket. I can't reach you because if you can see, my hand is missing from that. Can, can you get up and can you get it out? No, I have my seatbelt on, sir. It's against the law. Sir, it's you're liability getting issue. You're, you're getting blood on the steps. You're going to hurt somebody, sir. Can you stop? You're fucking shit up. <laughs> and then do you, do you the, have a Clorox wipe? <laughs> the man pulls him off of the bus. I guess to continue to whoop the kid's ass. I guess taking his arm wasn't enough. Did, to which, so the arm got smashed. I wonder if the car, arm got smashed up by the car. Is that what yeah, happened? So when he got ran over, it severed his arm. The nigga kept on running. So, He's like, "Fuck this!" Kept running. Then, still with only one arm, he runs and finally makes it back home. To which he passes out, and then the EMTs come, so on and so forth. So now, the guy who initially got robbed is now facing attempted murder charges. And I personally, I'm not against it. I know it's kind of fucked up because he got robbed and retaliated. But how I view it, the guy robbed you. And then you retaliated and ran him over. And then he fled. And then you continued the pursuit. You turned this into a, like, he retaliated. You defended yourself. Then he fled. And then you continued to go. And then you became the aggressor. Like, after you ran the kid over, you should have called the cops. Or before you ran the kid over, you should have called the cops. Let them handle that. But it's that vigilant justice. No, my Second Amendment rights mean I get a gun, I get to kill everybody, and I get to be judge, jury, and executioner. That's what my Second Amendments mean. And so, yeah. So, kill a nigga, kill a nigga quick. Shoot a nigga, kill a nigga. He's a hero. I mean, he's gonna get justice brought upon him, though, right? I mean, you're gonna, he's gonna have to. I mean, face, you know what I'm saying, consequences for, for doing all this shit. And no, honestly, too, this is a whole other reason why I can't fuck with those shoes. And no, it's not just the Jew, me not being able to afford the goddamn shits because the old girl, she fucking loves them, Jordan, swears by them, Jordans. I never, I never fucked with, with Jordans before. I, maybe I might have had like a Carmelo pair because it was cheap and I wanted to say I had a pair of Jordans. <laughs> I don't know if that should even count or not. Like, I never really got down with the shoes. The fact that shit gets so hardcore, like, I don't trust. And honestly, too, I love offer up. I haven't fuck. I try. I tried fucking with Craigslist the other day, and I was like, nah, fuck this shit. I'd, I'd rather use my more streamlined service of the app that is uh, offer up. Find me on there, by the way, Sopapo, uh, S O U L P A P O. But when I see motherfuckers who are selling Jordans, automatically, bro, I swear to God, I w- I just won't fuck with them. Like I I look to see what the hell they're selling, and then I look at their name. This motherfucker calls himself Hustler eighty five. Like get the fuck out of here. Like I'm not but gonna I'm fuck with you, baby. Like I am not gonna fuck with you. Like you're you're. And then and then in the like I remember seeing this one fucking 
picture. You can put your picture. Mind you, you can pick a fake ass fucking stock footage picture of a whole some fucking family if you wanted to. These niggas have the are dumb enough to have the fucking nerve to show one of those gangster ass like MySpace looking fucking photos with them Ratata. and the goons. Like you motherfucker, yeah, ratata. You got to be the dumbest acts of shit ever to think I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with you. Like I don't know. So thank God for those idiots that do that. That are sheep's and such or sheep wolves in such a fucking retarded way. They just showed themselves off. And uh, yeah, God bless you. Shoe culture has always made me. What the fuck? I just don't get it. I don't get it. Now uh, something else I don't get, which is uh, sad and funny at the same time. Um, a white police officer um, filed a racial bias lawsuit um, after killing a black man and getting fired. Was this in um, the Michigan one or Chicago? No, this is in Mississippi. So uh, a former uh, police officer in Mississippi is still in his old department uh, because he said he was a victim of racial discrimination because he got fired <laughs> after killing a black man. Bless you. God now, bless me, please. The Guardian reported that I'm Candy, being serious. Why are you gonna be an asshole and not say God bless? I always say I just say see, because I, <laughs> I I have an issue with the catch-all term of God, but we won't get into all that deepness. But I, I say bless you. Universe, can you say may the world be may, may love be with you or something? <laughs> that way that way I can say and also with you, my brother. So, you know, I've dropped it the Ebonics way. Bless ya. I don't even say you. It's bless, bless ya. Bless so ya. I, keep, I, keep it, I keep it mad motherfucking stereotypical, yo. I feel you. I just got no I guess. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, change pitch after way, so just make sure okay. you have that shit up. So uh, The Guardian reported that Canyon Boykin filed a seven-page complaint against the Columbus Police Department, which stated his 14th Amendment rights were violated um, and that he was fired after the shooting because he is white and the deceased was black. So um, he's not suing because he killed somebody and got fired and he feels that he was doing his job and protecting himself. He's suing because he is white and he killed a black person and he feels that if he kills a black person, he should still have a job. It's basically what he's saying. That's how I read it. I feel like if it would have been a white. So does he mean that if he would have just killed the white person, it would have been seen as racist. So then he would have kept his job. Yeah, Is so or that I guess that could be angle too. But yeah, simply he just feels that since he's white and he killed a black person, he got fired. So he doesn't feel that he got fired because he killed somebody. It's because he killed a black person and Black Lives Matter and all those terrorist groups. You know, how you see, you see what these black lives are, man. White people are losing their jobs. You see this bullshit. Things have unrest. See, you're fucking up. That's why I gotta sue you because y'all y'all starting to act like Black Lives Matter. They don't matter. Mm-hmm. Let us kill them. I'm a cop. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing I do is wrong because I protect people. Now, I was trying to make uh, sure he didn't try to sell some knockoff Jordans to a good a suburban husband. I helped you. You know he's a thug. Listen to all that hippity hoppity, and he's going to commit a crime someday. So just let me kill him. Look! Look at the part. Look at the skittles in his pocket. Look at the hoodie over his head. Look Straight him. thug all look the way. Now, Boykin's victim was Ricky Ball, 26, who uh, fled Boykin and two other officers after being pulled over in his car in October. Boykin. Uh, Columbus uh, police said Ball evaded officers for 20 minutes and has suspected narcotics and a handgun on his person at the time. Um, 
But, oh, it's saying that uh, take that with a grain of salt, though, because Columbus police have now released two separate versions of the shooting report and have not made any public statements to explain why they're different. So they can't seem to get their um, their stories together. One report says that boy can use a stun gun before killing them, et cetera, et cetera. But um, the former chief of police and several other officers quit their jobs at the department. Uh, none of them were directly linked to the shooting. But this guy's uh, pissed off because. He feels like he should be able to kill a nigga. Kill a nigga in the street. Kill a nigga, be a hero. To uh, motherfucking Canyon Boykin. And also, can I add that, you know, once again, we we like to pick on uh, black people for having unique first names and all that. Uh, What about a white boy with the name Canyon? Why does he have a job? Why are we giving jobs to these white people with these crazy, unique, crazy names? Because it means something. Listen here, Black. Now, Canyon being great, big holding. We need him to protect us and to hold. The Grand Canyon holds water. No. Something like that? No. That'd be passable? Fuck off. All right. Well. Speaking of, of, of um, I guess, fucking all that, even when they try to kill you, you got to not show fear, say fuck all that, and, and, and go to this nigga's face and let him know what's up. Not that one, actually, the, the second one, if you don't mind, I'll, and I'll try to share it. But and I, I, a husband tried to kill his wife, has a funeral. This bitch crashes her own funeral and surprises this nigga who actually had motherfuckers uh, paid to kill her. That's the, the and, I, and we've been waiting for Tupac to pull this motherfucker off, and it just it ain't oh. happened. I figure after 10, 15 years, it just ain't gonna happen no more unless he unless he's damn near within his retirement years. But this bitch, uh, Nio, uh, Noella uh, oh, Rukudo, she a is a Caribbean sister. Oh, and she lives in Melbourne, Australia. Shouts out to her. I've been thinking about moving to Australia. Yo, it's supposedly a whole lot of likes to the niggas. Now, like before, they wouldn't let y'all into the Apple store. But, I mean, there's a lot of uh, shit's been popping up. I didn't realize just how diverse the whole world is. I mean, we're, we, I mean, the, the moment I see a Mexican in Egypt and know for sure it's a fucking Mexican and not an Egyptian or, you know what I'm saying, Iraqi-looking motherfucker, like, then I'll know for sure. I want a, I want a Mexican from Mexico. In Egypt. Their own location in Egypt. I'm sure it happens. And, that, and that's, that's why all of Kachui's and Escobar's look the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just, it's, it is what it is. Anyways, well, this, um, and I'm not going to go into the article, even though I really want to, but um, long, long story end of it is that um, this woman, I think she, the only, I only forget what Caribbean part she's from, but uh, she met her husband in Australia. She goes back to her motherland to go check up on her mom and go visit her mom. And what the husband does is he actually pays hitmen from this bitch's country land, uh, which I forget where it is. Maybe it's an article if you can skim through it, uh, to go and go kill her. Now, wow. coincidentally, now you figure you're talking about going to someone's land. And mind you, hitmen are you know hired assassins. If, if they're vigilantes or mercenaries, these niggas just do you know where the, go where the dollar is. But you got to think about it when you go into someone's hood and you're hiring someone from the hood. They they may or may not you know take it kindly if if there's any any which way connection now, regardless supposedly these hired hitmen believe in not hurting women or children which is a rarity but when you can see that then that that was the first brake pump 
Turns out, coincidentally, these niggas knew his her brother. So it's all the more wow. are they going to not fucking do shit. So they let her know what's up, tell them how much they paid her, pretty much gave her a warning after so fucking long, whatever, playing the spiel of shit. This nigga uh, has a funeral for her. This bitch is there at the motherfucking funeral and lets them know what's up. That's dope, yo. That needs to be a movie on Lifetime. <laughs> and it said, uh, someone put, I felt like somebody who had been risen again. She's just having a conversation. And mind you, though, you could have been dead. Like, thank God you didn't have to. This wasn't a story of her having to escape these fucking dudes and have to, you know what I'm saying, battle them for her life. It, this was just a, a matter of, um, you know, being able to be blessed enough to not have to go through the whole oh, rigmarole and be able to a- show. This is a matter of a woman marrying the wrong nigga. Yeah. And speaking of which, another man <laughs> who killed, who actually killed his wife, oh, did one of the most dumbest fuckboy things ever, if you want to go into the story. Yeah, so uh, apparently he killed his wife and uh, posted a picture of her body on Facebook because, you know, that's what we do on Facebook. We kill people and uh, talk about it or post it on social media. Fucking idiot. Like the police report wasn't even out yet and he fucking throws a shit up. (laughs) I don't know. Like now I'll say this because a lot of people are against social media and oh, people overshare so on and so forth. I think it's also a good thing, though, because um, unfortunately you have deranged people like this who do some fucked up shit and they post it on social media and it's like hey thank you it's easier for us to process this trial and get you jailed because you admitted it so go social media i love social media that you got motherfuckers snitching on themselves so just continue to do it now uh <laughs> florida man was sent that's to- why it's free That's why it's free. Go ahead and snitch on yourself. Now, a Florida man was sentenced to life in prison for fatally shooting his wife eight times during an argument, a slang that gained international notoriety after he posted a photo of her body on Facebook. Um, He got the maximum possible sentence. Uh, Oh, his name was Derek Medina, 33. And uh, back in August of 2013, see, he said it on social media. He he should have the shit happened in August 2013. The nigga should have been sentenced August or mm-hmm. September of 2013. Like I don't. He said it on social media. What else do we need to see? That's bullshit. That's just motherfuckers racking up. Like yo, I need to make this paycheck stretch, yo. Yo, I get paid by the hour, yo. This trial needs to go like eight years, yo. I I really need this to take like eight years. I can make a lot of money doing this trial, yo. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to trial testimony, legal fees. Medina also told police he shot his wife during an altercation in which she threatened him with a knife, but jurors didn't buy his self-defense claim. Uh, so, holy hot damn. What the fuck? I'll just kind of leave it at that, because that's fucked up. Fuck. Yo, in Detroit, I guess make, make it lighter a whole lot better, because that's just, that's just ridiculous, man. That's why it looks like a fucking, like a ridiculous, crazy, psycho, dumb piece of shit. If you, y'all can look at the picture, go to the links on the website, bhmpodcast.com. Um, but when you had mentioned, when you mentioned Australia earlier from the last story, you know what they're actually going to finally legalize weed out there? In where? Australia. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So you get that that you know from down under cheese or from down under weed. You get that down under. Fucking, Fucking working for uh, the weekend. With all that, uh, all that craziness is a little bit too much for my frail mental psyche. So uh, let's let's uh, uplift the show for these hoes. Oh. 
I kind of had to stop her, stop her, stop her, stop her. I mean, unless you wanted to go right. I mean, do you have some time? I kind of had some, some, uh, or really quickly. Next, next or what the fuck thing? I, 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 I want, I want to mention if you don't mind. And it just because this this thing is uh, kind of relevant. Um, Indonesia is, is actually banning uh, a gay emoji. Did you hear about that? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. And it's pretty much to protect the children because apparently having this fucking emoji is going to make niggas gay. Now, in that same essence, so you got to think about it, too. This, this is what stopped there being um, sexual. Uh, what do you call it? Uh uh overly sexualized things on tv like before you couldn't have like uh i love lucy i think didn't they have like two separate bedrooms even though they say that's actually not super separate bedrooms but two separate beds even though they say yeah. that's actually a good thing to kind of so you know you could be comfortable and da, 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 da. um did i not send you all right send you the right thing yeah, yeah yeah okay um you know, they, they, it takes a while. It takes a while to be able to show shit like that same thing with fucking modern family to show a gay couple like it's terrible because what it's going to do is show people how normal it is. Cause it's, it's a normal thing besides what they do behind closed doors, which is totally none of our fucking business. You're it's, it's still like kind of how for Archie Bunker, the coons are coming. This nigga's never been around a bunch of brothers. They, they didn't know that they could snack jokes and they, they, they're just as good and kind hearted as anyone else. Like he didn't know that. Like it, t- it takes exposure to kind of be able to make light of the situation. See, and the and thing that I argue with, and shouts out to like Sets at Dawn or whatever, um, like I think like the whole thing, like you have the conservative mind state of that America's a certain way and then things are exposed and then people start doing it. What I genuinely believe is this shit has already been happening. Like gay people, like people... A lot of conservatives think like gays just popped up in the last 30 years. Like, oh, my God, all these people are gay now because of TV. No, motherfuckers have been gay since the beginning of time. Rome, it was a lot of gay shit going on throughout that entire country. And so it's fucked their brothers in arms in order to protect them. Like, that's ridiculous. So I think the thing is, is just more exposure. So I think as people think, oh, the world is getting worse. No, I think we're just seeing more of the reality of what's going on. That's the same thing uh, that was argued with all the police shootings, the black police shootings. It's like, has it ramped up? Maybe. I haven't read the numbers, the stats and all that. But um, I also think it's just the world is more transparent now. Mm -hmm. So before you wouldn't hear about somebody getting shot a few states over because that's not coming up on your local news. But we're all connected with the Internet. So we're starting to see a whole lot more shit and things are a lot more normal than we we pretend our society is a certain way. But a lot of this shit. No, this is how it is. We just been pretending that we're better than that or that we're we act like this. No, this is how we are. We're a bunch of racist, uh, filthy, sexual animals. And so people should stop shaming it and just, hey, that's what it is. That's what we do. We've been doing this since the beginning of time. That's how we are. Now, see, one would also say that that's going to be the not the end all be all, but that's going to be the bringing down the Berlin Wall coming down, and we're going to then be aware this is what this is. People can now be free, and it, some would say it, it's a, that's a dramatic step for it going straight into Sodom and Gomorrah, where everyone's fucking, everyone's butt fucking, we're fucking in the streets. You know what I'm saying? fucking at the dmv like it's it'd be ridiculous to imagine there for it to go to that drastic fucking nature 
But mind you, it's all a step-by-step process. Nigga, when you set up a bunch of dominoes because you don't know how to play dominoes and you just make it so you can fucking knock one motherfucker down, hit the next one, and have that domino effect or butterfly effect or whatever the fuck you want to call this shit, it is going to push it that way. And unfortunately, it's like – but it's one of those things to where, like, don't ban it, nigga. It's just going to happen eventually. Let this just be another one of the tall-tale signs at the end of days and just move on with it. Nigga, okay. (laughs) It actually shouts out to Flint, Michigan, because while they're going through that – water crisis thing um they're going through all that and people are bathing in fucking toxic water and they're having to drink water that's being flown in and all that causing miscarriages yeah oh it's causing all kinds of shit this is going to affect that community for decades but while all that's going on uh the state of um the state isn't focused on uh flint uh the state of michigan decided to uh, uh attempt to ban oral and anal sex because it's kind of more important to hey y'all stop putting dicks hey, in your quit mouth. fucking hey Moody's. hey don't put like, it don't, don't let's not worry about this toxic water let's talk about y'all trying to pleasure yourselves in the bedroom don't y'all be doing that we'll put you in jail you need to be away from society because y'all do things probably in your bedroom like put the penises and, and vaginas in your mouths and in your booties speaking That's of something funny. dirty with floaties all over it let's go back to this butt sex don't be doing the butt sex please <laughs> I never got the big whip to butt sets. Yeah, yo, I, you just reminded me. I had um, somebody uh, I worked with had um, we had a conversation because it was like it was like four of us that uh, worked together, three guys and this chick or whatever. And Ooh, so, it sounds like a porno name. Yeah, don't it? Uh, <laughs> so uh, one of the dudes was uh, fucking this uh, chick that worked up there. And so they had messed around a couple of times. And then she had told him that she likes anal sex. She likes it in the butt. And so then the other dude or whatever uh, was uh, talking and uh, talking about the whole situation. It was like, oh, yeah, man, if a chick told me she like it in the butt, I'd only be fucking her in the butt. That's all I'd be doing. And it's like, I don't get the like the thing with anal sets because i don't know that's kind of kind of gay and not saying that anal sex is gay but if you're like oh i would only put it in her booty like i don't need no vagina i need that booty kind of kind of gay and i'm just wondering because please believe i've seen some thanks to the fucking wonderful um devices of, of porn i've seen some pretty torn up assholes and i know they can take a big dick but i'm wondering though for those niggas that like just all booty sex. Are y'all some 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 little dick motherfuckers? I'm just wondering because as much as I like a tight version of snatch, like putting in the ass is just like it's just it's too painful. Honestly, yeah, there's and, lube and buy some expensive ass gun oil. You know, take care, do the trick. But no, nah, it's just it's still it's like mm. I know I've tried it with a uh, few um, chicks in the past and. Um, it never like went well or like was like oh yeah like i don't know have you ever got shit on your dick before no 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 because i don't fuck with hoes <laughs> you talking about hoes <laughs> hoes only got shitty booties only the hoes got because because they, they, they ain't they in the ghettos unfortunately in the fucking yeah, the they streets. ain't got time they ain't they, got time to clean out their asshole especially in flint michigan because it's all dirty water anyway matter of fact when when bitches wash the ass in flint michigan it becomes even dirtier uh, and thus forth causing the fucking was it the zia virus <laughs> <laughs> or yeah the zyko or whatever zyko you know, virus. Going back to yeah, Indonesia and banning the gay emojis. It said, Everyone uh, really far in that shit. 
Not really. Ain't no sex ain't too far from from uh, gay emojis. <laughs> it says, yeah, no. It says uh, the government succeeded in forcing Line, a Japanese Korean messaging app, to remove same sex and lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender themed stickers from its Indonesian language store, and um, they're going after what's app nets uh social media must respect the culture and local wisdom of the country where they have a large number of users there is no law against homosexuality but government officials in the muslim majority country have made a flurry of anti-gay right statements lately and some local governments have gone much further and i will say this and i I gotta ask the religious people of the world because i don't quite get it um i genuinely don't think that God up in heaven that is seeing everything infinitely across the universe, everything in the future, everything in the past, everything that's going now, he hears all of our thoughts so omnipotent. I really don't think he gives a fuck if somebody sticks a penis in a booty. I really don't think he cares. I really think some asshole put that in there. I'm pretty sure he got like anally raped or something. He was upset about it and was like, yo, we need to put that part in the Bible because I'm mad because I got anally raped and I didn't enjoy that shit. So <laughs> y'all, nobody better. Yeah, y'all better know it's bad because if this shit happens again, it's I'm, bad. It's bad. I'm, I'm going to be in turmoil. See, no, I, I think, and, it, and actually, if you, um, for any Kevin Smith fans out there, he made a movie called Dogma and he had Ooh. this really funny line about uh, there's and I forget the name of the angel and he actually just recently passed away we talked about it earlier he was a nigga who who played Professor Snape in the Hogwarts thing he knows he had a scene in this movie and I forget what the name of the angel that he played but he just mentioned he's he's the voice of God because you know God's voice would be way too fucking powerful for us to fucking hear so this nigga has to talk to a translator and this kind of goes into the Catholicism of shit because they all it's all about middle management this is this is where I think Catholicism is trying to really fuck us because it's all about middle management we know how middle management fucks us in the ass um, but he talks about how um, fuck, what were we talking about booty sex okay the, the, <laughs> where he was he made a joke about sex. And um, and I guess all the like crazy, ridiculous faces that he makes or that we make, you know, when we're fucking and when we come, our old faces are pretty ridiculous. Like if you were to see that out of context, you would have been like, what the fuck? You retard? Like, don't make, you know, anyways, you know, whatever, you know, you're digging a bitch real crazy. She looks like she's having epilepsy seizure. I actually had a bitch on my dick who had epilepsy seizure once. The shit was the bombest. But um, man, I remember she was giving me head too once and I was taking a picture. The flash went off and ooh, nigga. But <laughs> I digress because I, I don't want to get lost in that story, and I don't want to lose my train of thought. And marijuana, if I'm affects, 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 affects the motherfucking brain. Oh, but oh, he's, he's like, oh, he's like, God thinks sex is a joke. He's like, well, by the by the sound of things too, the way you guys talk shit, the way you guys hold it up, sex is a joke in, on earth too, isn't it? Which kind of made me think, like, damn, like that. Should we kind of we treat it like, I mean, whatever kind of thing, not just the hose, but just the fact of how. I mean, it is a natural thing, but we make light of it. It's a part of life. You, we need it to, in order to create life for the most part. So. You know, anyways, why would we enjoy that? But your question was, what was your question again? Uh, why would God uh, give a fuck about anal sex? He wouldn't. I feel like that's why he makes the. That's why he he triggers the certain things that it does. Because if anything, he's getting a kick out of it. Like you dumb motherfucker, I make you shit out of that thing. You're really gonna do that? Okay, enjoy the shit on your dick, boy. 
you know, and I say the same thing, though, about sets and how in the Bible sets is deemed bad and so on and so forth. And I say, put yourself in the mind state of people thousands of years ago, because this was written thousands of years ago. Um, there was no bathtubs. There was no uh, fucking um, uh, douches. There was no uh, fucking cures for STDs. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Sets was kind of disgusting back then. So that's kind of the reason why they were saying back like, then, was, maybe you like bathing in so it, was, it was it was worse than fucking bathing in Flint, Michigan water. Like it's like, yeah. oh god, like sets nowadays is a lot cleaner. So that's the other interpretation or thing in the Bible that I kind of say is like put yourself in the mind state of people thousands of years ago. And yeah, and especially think about anal sets back then. Yeah, it it definitely was shit. Um, you're, you're gonna get the black plague putting your shit in some sh- in some black yeah. plague like that that would make no soap to clean your dick off afterwards so yeah don't be doing that you so. nasty you big nasty you big nasty <laughs> and that's the words so. of uh, raven simone I, I and honestly and truly truly you know what the fuck to that i got one more last what the fuck if you don't mind Oh, you, uh, you, uh, what the, what the fuck, expander? No. Please, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I gotta get this out. And people, oh. need to, people really do need to know this. Dervai University, oh. I'm not too sure if they're all over the states. I know they're like crazy here in Arizona, so I'd yep. imagine they're, they're nationwide. I almost went. Bro. And to, I, I wanted to get into art design, bro. Like I wanted to fucking really expand myself. Like I was, I thought to myself, you know what? Fuck it. You got to do what your passion is. You can't live life fucking hating your goddamn job. Maybe that's the thing, bro. We got to quit our fucking jobs and really commit and do shit. That's the only way we're going to be fucking happy. Because that way, the the man hours, the blood, sweat, and tears is fucking worth it. Because it's something that's for us. Not for some other motherfucker that's going to make money off of us tenfold. Anyways, DeVry was accused of using phony job placement rates and numbers. Now you're telling me I got to pay 30 two fucking thousand dollars or more which Celebrated is one of, school that ain't and, gonna give me a job that and, and that don't really mean shit and then even then yeah man like it's just that's the biggest fuck you what the fuck i don't give a fuck fuck you again did i mention fuck you and fuck you it's, but that's and, the thing a lot of those like and that's the reason and i could be more bullshitting too I'll turn this into a political thing real quick. Um, that's the reason why I shout out to Bernie Sanders. And I love the idea of uh, making college free because um, that's the that's like that's a good reason why there's a lot of people who don't go to college. And that's because, OK, I'm going to go get thirty thousand dollars in debt and I may not even find a job in that field. And then I'm going to be stuck paying these student loans off. Like there's a lot of people who went to school for things that they had law for and they're doing something completely different because they can't find jobs. And so if college was free, that wouldn't be as big of an issue if you spent three, four years going to some type of school to figure something out. And then if you came to a conclusion afterwards, you know what? That ain't for me. That ain't for me. I need to figure something else out. And then you can go to school again and figure something else out. There would be a lot of mental health issues resolved because there would be a lot of people who aren't stuck in fucking dead end jobs that they can't stand because they can't afford to go to school to uh, become educated and do something else. So I and think they end up beating the wife because they didn't have another creativity way to express their emotions. I'm just saying. While they drink alcohol, because yeah. uh, if they're smoking marijuana, they would just chill and think about this shit. But if you drink some alcohol, you'll probably beat your wife. So yeah, more than likely, I think five so, out of ten doctors would agree and, and say yes, yes. What the fuck? 
Shouts out to them. Yeah. But, uh, let's uplift these hoes, Papo. If it's yeah, okay sure, with sure. you. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's, it's time. Good. We gotta uplift these bitches. Because, you know, it's been nothing but mental health issues and what the fuck situations. Nigga, I'm exhausted getting, fact, getting so emotional. I'm exhausted too. And so uh, the rest of this show will be brought to you by Stacker 2 um, Extreme Energy Shot. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do what that. it do. Can you take my asshole, please? Can you please? Oh. I'm not saying oh. do a Kanye on it. Fingers in the booth. Listen to me, bitch. I'm sorry. I'll try harder. Please. I, I need you to. Two fingers. You hear me? Oh, my pleasure. That's what I want to hear, baby. I want to take it. My pleasure. Can you lick it? You get the whole fist in there? Oh, okay. oh. Three, three. Oh, About the rim? Everything is soft. just fine. That's oh, what you got to say. With your tongue full of booty. Everything's just fine. And you people stop with your finger in the booty shaming. You're just yeah. shaming those finger in the booty people. And yo, a real quick shouts out to God too, because uh, if God does uh, hate gay people, um, he played the ultimate joke on uh, man by putting his uh, G spot in his booty hole. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Yo. So <laughs> no, it's so funny. Uh, and as 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 disgusting as it would appear, because my the singer I'm working with, he's kind of he's he's heavy set right now. MC, he's trying to he's trying to get his Beyonce on, whatever, trying to you know get get more uh, uh, commercially appealing. But uh, he's a hard ass bottom, and I tell him like, dude. Why don't you? Why don't you fuck? Like, why? Why, yeah. why do you got to be like me? I guess also seeing him like a bro, not like like a sister, because he doesn't want to be seen as a sister, even though he he dresses in drag. He wants to be seen as a man, but he likes yeah. being. A, anyways, so so he tells me he's like he's like he's like he's just like he's like oh. And you know I'm not a commercial cat. He's like, oh, you commercially, socially think I'm like motherfucker. First of all, this doesn't cause all of the conversation, so don't get me with saying that bullshit. But anyways, uh, he goes on to say about how mentioning the fucking G spot. I'm just like, but yeah, because he's like, he's like, oh, I come, and I'm like, no, but I like, I don't know. <laughs> no, and no, and shots out come, to they come. God bless the hard bottoms. You know what I'm saying? They let shots you draw out. titties on the back. <laughs> Shouts out to uh, the unofficial co-host, Cam Breezy, who we're going to have to uh, bring on again on another show uh, sometime soon. But um, after um, that shit had happened, I had uh, talked to her on Facebook. We were talking on Facebook. And it came up and she had said that um, she's dated or she's messed around with several guys who have requested fingers up the booty. And um, yeah, she was saying that, um, yeah, about the same thing. The G spot is up in there. And so the climax is supposed to be even greater than the regular come. That oh, you shit. Do because that's the make want to fuck around and experiment. So uh, you know what? Yep. We'll bring we'll bring Cambrizio over. She, she can actually come over to my spot so that, that way she can have better backdrop than her fucking zooming into her phone. I hate doing Google <laughs> Hangouts on my fucking phone. Uh-huh. You're gonna have the awkward fucking all up in the face, all up in the nose. You're gonna see the hair shits, but also well, yeah, like so, uh, I'm on I'm on here right now, just kind of yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to say it isn't cute, but that shit's annoying as a motherfucker. But I feel like I should have her over here. But I'm I'm kind of scared because I feel like if I have her over here. We go into messing around, and I'm gonna probably ask her to do the finger to my booty hole thing, just like so just see what it's talking about. Because then, because in all honesty, you know that Kanye be, thing. Can you do it for me, please? 
Miss Cambrizi? Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, because yeah. then what was going to happening, because I'm not going to want to, you know what I'm saying, tell people that I had this happen. Like, nigga, you see how dark she is? You know, you know I don't mess with that. You know I don't do that, right? You know I don't do that. Get out of here. You know that it happened. You know that it happened. That. Look, at, look at my half of the dedication wall. Just look at it. <laughs> I, I made her wear a white glove, and that's how, it, how, how I initiated it, and that's what allowed it to be okay. But, you know what I'm I'm not going to tell people that. No, I'm actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to up. I'm going to update the dedication wall and I'm going to put two different galleries. I'm going to put all my dedications together and all your dedications together and have it flip <laughs> randomly so then they can see how diverse my selection is and see if they I'm, see any similarities with yours. My shit's diverse. It's just that you can just tell I, there's a, there's shit, a hard preference. John Blaise too. I got John Blaze shit too. <laughs> <laughs> Like you could just happen to see, you know where I lean. You can see how liberal. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm a liberal. I have a liberal heart, but you can see my. You can see how far right I lean. Because you know, what I'm saying it's a greater. Right. So what's and speaking of motherfucking, I guess he's not on lean, uh, but a motherfucker that I really uh, love and adored, and he was a not a native here, but he lived here in our great state of Arizona for a good minute. Found God and the devil from an interview that I read. Uh, mm. Mr. DMX, who went through some fucking hard times and damn near hit it even harder back. And he's in the South now. This nigga's really fucking making his rounds. Is he in the yeah. Carolinas? Something like that. Um, and he um, is doing his thing. And actually, he just performed on uh, February 11th at um, a nightclub in New York. And shouts out to that because a couple of days before that, um, he had what later found out to be an asthma attack. Um, he was hospitalized. Can you imagine uh, Nigga, you know, all the years of going huh, 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 like all the or all the barking huh, huh, kind of shit. Like no, this nigga just done ran out of breath. That's the thing, though, because uh, you know I'm a big DMX fan. I uh, credit him to be the one that got me into hip hop. Like, not that I hadn't listened to hip hop before, but hip hop was just kind of background noise. And then DMX caught my attention. That's what my daddy and- would always sing. That's what hip-hop sounded like. It's just noise. Just it's niggas just making noise. noise in the background. Just a whole bunch of jungle bunnies. But uh, DMX, like, caught my attention. And then I actually started listening to what he was saying. And him having mental health issues just like me, um, I related to his shit. I was like, oh, okay. And then I started to listen to music differently. So I credited that to DMX. But um, uh, last Monday, he complained of chest pain and said that he had a hard time breathing. He collapsed on the floor, and after his friends called 911, police found him without a pulse. Uh, they revived him by performing CPR and giving him oxygen. Um, the report is that he may have possibly ingested a substance prior to his collapse, but nothing illegal was found at the scene. Uh, so they're calling it an asthma attack. But um, damn, yo. And it's crazy because I, really, I was thinking it was something drug induced, man. When I heard about him yeah. almost dying, yeah, that was that's the, what I thought too. That was the first thing that came to mind. And I think what people were actually saying when I was hearing people commentate, and I got to step away to get some drink. Oh, yeah. My but, headphones um, going to be hearing them. What is crazy though um, with DMX is just going back to uh, at the height of his run, uh, you know, when uh, everything first started and to think about that super group that never got to fully come together, but Murder, Inc., the original Murder, Inc., with Ja Rule, DMX, and Jay-Z, 
and uh, just imagining what that could have been back then and then looking at us today and where all three of them are, that's like crazy. Jay-Z's uh, fucking almost a billionaire, big hip-hop mogul. You got uh, Ja Rule who had issues, went to jail, got out of jail. He's on his family stuff. He's trying to get back, be stable. He's doing some I, hip-hop I know commentary. He had reality TV shows. Yeah, he got a reality TV show where he's talking to, uh, uh, you know, showing his family life and so on and so forth and just showing how he's a regular guy and just kind of, hey, just like me as not Ja Rule the rapper, like me as Ja Rule the person. Like, come on, fuck with me. And then you have DMX who um, is either almost dying or getting arrested um, every six months. I feel a little like, and I know this sounds like a total fucking uh, Christian-y cop-out, but I really feel like um, God is is using them. Because honestly, like, you've been through all the thick and thins, and, you know, God, I feel like God really blesses, and I think he sometimes he really, 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 really plays favoritism sometimes, and not in a way to where he's going to keep letting us fuck up, but to where he's going to hopefully get, allow us to get the message. Yeah. And... I feel like that's what's going to happen, hopefully. Hoping that he just doesn't I, fucking fall over and die. I, if you believe in, you know, um, the alternate realities and so on and so forth, I think in the DMX reality that he wins, like that things, you know, went the better way. Um, I think his career should actually went more of the Mace direction where he put out a couple albums and then he left music and joined the church. I think DMX's calling was always to be a preacher. We, we, we never got some motherfucking gospel albums that he said he was going to come out with. Same thing with our yeah. But like even before then, I think after and then there was Etz. I think he should, or even honestly, he could have did it after Flesh of My Flesh, but um, he dropped yeah. both those albums that first year. But I think after and then there was Etz, I think he should have left the music industry with all that money that he had. And I think he should have, instead of doing movies, he should have started a church and he should have gotten to being a preacher. And I think that DMX direction would have had a much better um, fucking Yo, he would have, he would have, he would have been able to convert so many. Cause you got to think about yeah. it. When when you're such a, when you're pretty much an idol, you're pretty much put in biblical terms to where people are gonna praise you, people are gonna damn you, but either yeah. which way, you're gonna have a following. And I feel like what you do with that following is gonna ultimately be your legacy. And, and I just, I wonder if maybe that happened like around that time within, then there was that. I wonder if there was an internal conflict about, you know, leave this music thing so you could find something else. And he was like, nah, 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 things doing, things going good. And, you yeah. know, decided to stay in it. And you see how his life fell the fuck apart. Cause then shortly thereafter, he moved to Arizona. And like you said earlier, he said he felt like he met the devil in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And so maybe his calling after that third album, because with the fourth album, which he recorded here, The Great Depression, which was completely depressing because that was a horrible fucking album. Um, yeah, it's been downhill ever since. So, and I, you know, I, I feel bad that he lost so much heart in it because that should have been his motivation. And I can see that happening, too. And what's that saying? You know, if you build it, they will come. And yeah. That had to have been the biggest blow. And, and and we see this in artists nowadays when they're going to release a record. They might throw out a single or two to see if it catches, see if it hits, see if it doesn't. And if it gets wind, then okay, that's going to be the, you know, our, our anchor. I'm pretty sure for him, he just, he, he couldn't test waters in that aspect. Or maybe he might have thought that he lost credibility due to his vices. And he truly 
with someone with such a terrible past, I think truly has the best ability to showcase where you've came from and what you've uh, changed to doing um, because yeah. you're, you're going to be a product, of course, but also because then you're going to build a support base and hopefully people love you enough. They're going to be there for you, be able to tell you the truth, not sugarcoat it so much, but also, I mean, hopefully help you so that you, you can stay grounded. Now, that's a heavy responsibility. Maybe you can admit so as, as from being a father to where when yeah. you know that you have to provide for others your selfishness is going to kind of come out the window or be, and that could also be hella draining too, because you're constantly having to fight for someone other than yourself when it's so easy to just give up on yourself. And also adding to that, like you got to go through the struggle and the pain and the fucked up shit for you to appreciate and to do good things. Um, Shouts out to brilliant idiots. They had um, had a conversation kind of about that because um, Andrew Schultz, um, who I think is Jewish, but um, he's not religious. Yeah, uh, Schultz sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a yeah Jewish name, but um, he's not religious and he's struggling with trying to figure out religion, like he's skeptical of it or whatever. But um, he was talking about how atheists say, "Oh, there is no God because bad things happen," so on and so forth. And then he said that he was kind of thinking about it, waxing philosophically about it over the weekend, and he was saying that he he was like he kind of realized that like you need fucked up shit to happen to like appreciate good shit because he was like, yeah. imagine if like there was a God and we knew that there was a God. And then uh, because we knew that he exists, he just made everything just so perfect and easy. He's like, we'd be a bunch of evil motherfuckers. We'd be Donald Trump running around. We'd be that cocky son of a bitch who doesn't value any damn thing. We'd be the affluenza team. You'd be the affluenza team because everything has just been so perfect for you. So you have no humility because why? You have always won. So Schultz was like, I'm starting to understand maybe that's the reason why things need to be fucked up because that's what builds characters and makes people to be fucking grounded. Because if not, we would be a bunch of fucking evil assholes out here. And and sometimes you can also come from the fucking grime and get uh, you get yourself out of the fucking trenches and become an asshole because, nigga, you did it. And mm. I think that's where kind of Martin Scarelli comes in. And oh. and this nigga tries to – sorry. So he bought the Wu-Tang album. He, he, got, he was famous for that. That shit showed how big his dick is. We know him because he also fucking raised up the price on a goddamn HIV pill. But now he offers to buy Kanye West's, uh, which is now called The Life of Pablo. Mm. To 15 million. By the way, are we going to talk about Kanye later on, or is this where we're, where no, we're going to start talking? It's a, it's a, this is this might as well be the Kanye West album or okay. Kanye West hour. So it's going to be a lot of Kanye. Okay. Uh, now, but starting but, the story, let's start it off with Martin Scarelli. Um, because, uh, yeah, Life of Pablo was supposed to come out February 11th. And, and by the way, you had mentioned before that our last Martin Scarelli thing, that's what got the, the most active and, and hatred on our shit. Is that for real? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and I, and I need to understand this because you told me, and I should have just fucking looked. I don't know why I haven't yet. You're telling me that the biggest beef was that, or one of the biggest things I think I'm mad about was the fact that I said nigga? Oh, yeah. they why did uh, I use the hard R? Cause you, well, oh no, because you used the word uh, nigga because everyone thought you were white, which I thought was hilarious because I had to correct a couple people. I was like, the name of the show is I'm Black, He's Mexican. But yo, your whole, <laughs> your Jewish ways, yeah, a bunch of people kept calling you a Jew. It was like, yo, what the fuck is up with this Jew saying nigga? It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. And to all that, um, I do say that um, it is a polarizing uh, topic. 
uh, but this is an uncensored show, and I honestly think that this show is in the realm of South Park type comedy, where honestly, you could be offended by just about everything that we do. We say a lot of fucked up shit. We we laugh at people who almost died. We say bitch. We say ho. Uh, we I like calling it just guns. Only if it's the grants, but. No, uh, it's a lot of offensive shit going on. And so uh, that's kind of the point of the comedy is um, if it's offensive to all, um, you can't say that anyone's being singled out because we're making fun of everybody. And I hate my people, just so y'all know. (laughs) Oh, I hate hate everybody. That's why I want to win the lottery and uh, buy a cabin out in the woods somewhere and still continue to broadcast from the woods with no touch to society other than through the internet and just continue <laughs> to openly mock you all. So, yeah. Yeah, fuck all y'all. And, and the best is the way and God bless. So, Martin Scarelli, which so, someone yeah, say what piece of shit, someone say he's a real motherfucker. I have, I'm in the middle with him. I think that he's a piece of shit real nigga because, um, real nigga piece of shit. He's a, like, it's the same thing with Floyd Mayweather and Ronda Rousey and Muhammad Ali and all the professional wrestlers that I watch and just a lot of different pe- yo it's it's the storybook it's the you're telling a character this is a real life person and I just created a caricature of myself which even though it's still based off of me it's just me on 100 so I'm from a pro out. wrestling what's up I'm, I'm maxed out I'm, you know, I'm cashed out, but uh, no. So you have the, you have like, and I I equated to professional wrestling. You have like Stone Cold. Stone Cold had been in the wrestling business for like 10, 12 years before the Stone Cold character got to where it was at and blew up. Um, He went through a bunch of different um, stunning Steve Austin. um, He was a Hollywood blonde. He went through a lot of different variations of his character. And it was a bunch of different things that people had came up with him to, oh, your character should be like this. You should be like that. And none of it really worked. And it wasn't until they peeled back all of that and they created the Stone Cold character, which was a part of him. It was him turned on 100 because he was just a beer drinking redneck who was kind of angry and passionate and they let him be that on tv and that blew up because people could relate to it because it wasn't a fake whatever it was it was a character it was him on a hundred i kind of see martin scarelli as one of those characters yo kanye kanye does kanye love kanye yes kanye loves kanye but i but i think that he also ramps it up to 100 because you're selling these larger than life characters it's the same thing with jay-z jay-z swag wasn't never really on 100 jay-z you could tell from the way he raps and the way he talks in interviews he's very reserved jay's outspoken He's soft-spoken and he's very reserved, and that's Sean Carter. But Jay Z is him on a hundred, and he got that swag. And I'm from Brooklyn, and I pop you, I pop one in your skull if I got like that. Yeah, it was him on a hundred, so it's not him. So it's it's just him wrapped up. So there's his line, and I forget how it goes. Kanye said it. I want to say probably on uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, uh, however it's called, where he goes. He's comparing himself to Ali and saying uh, the motherfuckers love Ali, but he can't ever go back to um, what's his fucking slave name? Oh, Cassius. Cassius Clay. Or the, yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, but the, but oh, he can never. He can never. He, uh, he's like motherfuckers love Ali when he's Ali, but that nigga can never go back to being Cassius or something like that. But it was yeah. pretty much saying like that's him amped up. 
Yeah, exactly. And you can't go back, if you will. But um, anyway, Martin Scarelli tweeted at Kanye, Ayo, last minute, can I buy your album out so it don't get released publicly? Here's my initial offer for the album, Kanye. Thanks for your consideration. I look forward to your response. And he accompanied a letter that basically asked for, or he said that he paid $10 million for it. And he said that the Kanye and his label are legally required to take his offer letter to their board of directors. And so this should delay the album by a few days. And then um, after a couple of days of Kanye, or after a day or so of Kanye not saying anything, he upped the ante to $15 million. He said, I'm increasing my offer to $15 million. This figure What was the is initial buy? The one? Does it say? What was the initial bid offer? So it was 10. Yeah, so Ah, he raised it by five. And um, it says the figure is materially above any realistic album sales forecast given to me by third-party <laughs> experts. Uh, you are the greatest artist of my generation and deserve to be treated as such. Your work will be treasured for decades or even centuries if you proceed with my alternative. Shouts out to Martin Scarelli, who's trying to be the evil genius of this time that buys up all the great rap albums so can't nobody hear them. So then uh, 80 years after he dies, this whole time capsule could be released of all these great classic hip-hop albums that none of you uh, poor fucks got to hear. That This nigga is, wow, I love this character. <laughs> he, they need to make a movie about Miles Corelli from Rags to Douches. I don't know. It makes sense. Fucking A, but um, shouts out to Kanye, and I hope we don't get pulled for this, but fuck it. We're going to try it anyway. Fuck the no. police. Fuck the police. Nigga, no. you really going to do it? He was on Saturday Night Live. I think we uh, should check it out. Yo, really quickly, let's talk about this, because the name of the article says, Watch Kanye Debut Pablo Tracks pop battle on snl i gotta ask you something because it was initially because right now we're talking about kanye west not no no longer martin scarley fuck that nigga and props mad props to him um this show was going to be called the waves we already talked about how there is a big uh, tidal wave in in that aspect no pun intended because he wasn't the god or was it was it max b or lil b or who the fuck Uh, max b yeah max b which I never even don't even fucking recall any of his fucking music, but he was a, the god of this. Listen to it, but I heard I remember the wave. I remember I when remember he blew up. Referencing him, but yeah, like it's it's kind of like I feel like he's like the not not to put him on the scale of J Electronica to where like I've heard of this cat, but never I didn't know he actually made music because I never fucking hear it. Yeah. Um, this was so he goes and he calls the album now. It was it was a T P R L T T L O P. And actually, even before TLOP, um, after the Waves controversy, uh, Kim tweeted out something uh, saying that there was a survey out for what his new album should be called. And the people voted for So Help Me God. Oh, so that's pretty dope. Yo, yeah. So it went from Waves to So Help Me God to the final album or final name, The Life of Pablo. And what's kind of everyone is. Everyone's assuming is Picasso. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm Picasso assuming because he's an Picasso. artist. I almost thought he was trying to say he's a poor little Mexican boy named Pablo. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. Who lives in a motherfucking yeah. village? And I'm thinking, is this going to be fucking brown? Right. 
I was like, is this nigga watching Narcos? What's Yo, that's a phenomenal show. I had to just quit watching entirely because I can't just sit down and get me. Like, kind of like when I eat. I'm such a fucking fat bastard. I can't just have one motherfucking serving. Fuck you, nigga. I made a whole bowl, pot, pasta bowl of spaghetti. I'm going to enjoy the whole pasta bowl. Enjoy this. One sitting. I challenge myself. But <clears throat> it's that dope of a show. Like, honestly, like, it makes me want to fucking... Find a yeah, yo, connect and start pressing the bitch. I need money. How are we gonna get? How are we gonna be be an entertainment business without some fucking financial backing? Maybe we need to take up some sponsors. That's what we should do. <laughs> now, uh, Kanye went on fucking Saturday Night Live um, to debut a pair of Pablo tracks live, and um, let's see, uh, let's see if this plays. Or no. Once again, Kanye West. Or maybe just let it play because I think he might be talking for a good little while. I just want to mention something like that. It'd be funny to have Adele as a guest on SNL and have but have the musical performer be fucking Kanye West. That'd be awesome. Like you just figure if the bitch was hosting, she'd be singing, but I don't know. <laughs> Dumb thought. Do you have a church choir behind him? Yes, sir. Oh, look at the devil. Yes, sir. Devil's not welcome here. Yes, sir. 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 Ooh, this is the nigga spiritual in here. This is everything. Deliver us serenity. Deliver us peace. Deliver us love. Lord knows we need it. Lord knows we need it. Do we have to stop after 30 seconds of the song? Oh, oh no, I was thinking of playing the other Ah, okay. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. God bless it. We on our ultra like being. We on an ultra like being. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. I must say, it's waggers on a hundred. Mm-hmm. Is that Dwale? No, uh, the dream. Uh, what did I tell you about not trusting niggas in top hats? And in my holy war. I'm trying to keep my faith. Why is the depression not blessings? Why oh why you do me wrong? Is that Kelly Price? It would make sense to get a Christian singer. Oh, yeah. Um, he allowed guests the dream Kelly Price, Kurt Franklin, and Chance the Rapper <gasps> oh. to sign in there. Oh, shit. Hold up. I want to hear Kurt Franklin. Don't have much strength to fight. So I look to the light to make these wrongs turn right. Head up high. I look to the light. Hey, because I know that you'll make everything is Jesus wrong. Right. And I know that you take good care of your child. Oh, no longer afraid of the night. So I, I 
Ah, when I hear his voice, I want to have a cigarette. I will feel your pain. No one can judge. They don't, they don't, they don't know. Foot on the devil's neck till it drifted Pangea. I'm moving my family from Chatham to Zambia. Treat the demons just like Pam. I mean, I'm fresh with your fans, but damn, Gina. I've been this way since Arthur was Aunt Eda. Now they want to hit me with the woo wop the bam. Trying to snap photos of Fam Leah. My daughter look just like C. You can't see her. You can feel the lyrics and spirit coming in Braille. Tumming on the underground, come and follow the trail. I make Sunday candy, I'm never going to hell. I make Kanye West, I'm never going to fail. Sellers do a good ass job with Chance 3. I hear you gotta sell it to snatch the Grammy. Let's make it so free in the bar so hard that it ain't one gosh darn part you can't tweet. This is my part, nobody else speak. This is my part, nobody else speak. This is like my. Yeah, you have a choir behind me. I'ma make sure that they go where they can't go. They don't wanna ride, I'ma still go rainbows. God said when he made the first rainbow, just throw the second in the first place. This is the feels like giving up this press for everybody that feels like they're not good enough for everybody that said i'm sorry too many times jesus that's why i'm glad you came to give us eternal life i'm so glad about it Immediately, the album dropped on title and the album dropped on KanyeWest.com. He had to throw a quick shout out to make sure because he don't want to, so that he can get some more money than I'm pretty sure he's going to get through fucking going through title. He was like, yo, I'm going to drop this album February 11th. And then he trolled us for a couple of days and was like, yeah, oh no, the album ain't ready. No, it ain't ready. Nope. It's Chance the Fault. Uh, uh, it's Chance the Rapper's Fault. Um, um, nope. Ain't out. Ain't out. And then bam, it, he performed on Saturday Night Live. All right. Uh, fuck the rest of the world. Go buy my shit now. And yo, it's hilarious too because I had to avoid spoiler alerts, if you will, because uh, I was on Tumblr because, oh, that's the other thing I forgot to bring up from earlier with these mental health issues or whatever. And with right. the switch of the medicine um i got insomnia now so uh they're just I, trying to sell you pills bro yeah i know that's gonna be the oh oh you can't sleep now 
Here, try this. Nigga. So, Dr. fucking Cox is going to be like, did you hear about the people's guy? He fell for it. We told him that his Google search is show. He webbed MD himself. We got him in the pocket. We got him. And um, so, yeah, so for the time. No, I haven't even talked to him about the this. This just has been since the switch of the medication uh, or whatever. Really quickly so, though, and it, just because before I forget, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I'm such a bad fucking friend. But really, real talk though, if you ever want to go to Mexico to get some cheap pills, I would love to have a road trip with you. If you don't mind, if Skips would trust me enough. We would have to bring Cam Breezy since uh, she was so horrified at the last story. Uh, we would have to bring her um, so she could get horrified out in Mexico. Because I think I think she's scared you of brown people. pregnant. Uh, I think she's scared of wetbacks. I think that's what it comes down to. So oh, she's gonna be like, and she's gonna suck a few dicks. She's like, damn, they really do have all. They do all have smelly dicks. Oh, but the uh, dicks are so chubby. They're so chubby out there in Mexico. So much girth though. <laughs> so so, no, uh, so that, 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 that fucking shit touched me, man. <laughs> the tear came out of my eye. Yo, so that was that was hot. Um, so no, so I was uh, avoiding spoilers though on Tumblr because when it dropped, everybody was talking about it on Tumblr, and uh, I think before I fell asleep, some people had already finished listening to it. Um, but I ain't got title, so um, I haven't heard the shit yet. And so apparently, I got to wait a week because uh, it's not going to be on other digital streaming services until next week. So I'll wait till it's on my Google Play, and I'll check it out then. And um, yeah, tell y'all what I think. Take this out. I refuse to give Jay Z any money unless he gives me some money. And then you oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Kanye I'll fuck him off you want. Kanye is still Rockefeller, right? Is he? I think he's still Rockefeller. I mean, well, if he's exclusive to title, I'd imagine he's kept his ties. I mean, who knows how long that fucking contract was for? Plus, you don't want to lose that kind of backing. But regardless, and maybe that's maybe that's why I don't buy a shit anymore. But no, I I much love, I guess, respect. But I did want to say that I did listen to Rihanna's fucking new record, and she has this ridiculously simple. This is where I told you how she has a song where she tries to be slim thug, and she's kind of just muttering, or, uh, pretty much. What did I say? You sound like you sound like an old man. You said slim thug. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to the dude from Texas, but I just I'm trying to say he's, he's so skinny, lanky looking nigga. I can't. I don't. I don't like him. Hippity hoppity. Fucking with the pudding pops. But no, the the new Rihanna record. It kind of goes. I heard some mixed reviews and shitting about it, but she knows her fan base. She knows what they want. She definitely Jay Z knows what's wanted, and he fucking gives you to it. Gives you it in Rihanna shit. And uh, but anyways, that one song worked though. Who has fucking Drizzy, cocksucking Drake on that bitch? Um, it's a very catchy fucking song. She literally puts the fucking one word repeatedly, but it sticks. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Give it a listen. It's kind of cool. I admit how fucking catchy it is, but I know that's how the devil works. <laughs> and speaking of th- uh, things sticking, or should you say, um, sticking someone up? Um, Martin Sorelli's back, uh, in the news, um, because, yeah, yeah, but he, he's back because, um, you know, the Kanye West album thing was going on, you know, he offered the $15 million and all that. Um, and Martin Sorelli may have gotten jacked by a man named Daquan. Daquan got him. Oh shit. This uh-huh. nigga Daquan who we hear about in the DeVry commercials were, why well, are you procrastinating? Or maybe that was a different fucking college. I'll, I'll go ahead and share this screen. I'll let you read this, Papo. These are tweets from uh, Martin Screlly last night. Someone named Daquan said he was Kanye's boy, and I signed the deal to buy Pablo and sent the Bitcoin. 
Call the police. This is bullshit. What? So I need my money back. This isn't a fucking joke. WTF. I'm Martin Scarelli. Who the fuck has my $15 million? <laughs> Yo. So I don't know if this is an elaborate ruse. Um, he also tweeted, uh, "Why can't Bitcoin I- is expensive, nigga. You got your money in some Bitcoin. You got some money. Yo, we, we talked about it how many seasons ago? I totally forgot about Bitcoin. That might have been season one or two, or actually one and two, probably because uh, that was a real big deal, and it still is because it's getting close to being recognized as an actual world currency. But nigga, uh, we're gonna lose coin and have bitcoins. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay. It's all it's all digital. It's all zero or ones and zeros anyway. Hey, I, want but, some, uh, I want a shitload of zeros after my ones is what I want. But uh, Martin put, why can't I hide my tweets and stay verified? I want to close my account. Um, and then he was video chatting. I was watching it last night. And it was weird because it was uh, him, two black dudes and a white woman. And they were doing like a spree cast Google Hangout thing. And Martin Scarelli was just making calls and shit and looking frustrated. And uh, oh, shit. And actually, there's been more tweets. He said, GoFundMe will be up tomorrow. Um, wow. I don't know what to do. Oh, my fucking God. I hope you all enjoy this stupid music so much. And the fact that it has brought me so much pain and suffering, I quit rap. And second of <laughs> all, I can make the money back faster than anyone. So the joke is on you if you think I even care. Also, idiots. Right. Gotten- all the fucking tweets of your bitching ass. I've gotten in touch with Satoshi, Bitcoin's creator. He's agreed to help me get my money back. I always win. Uh, and then he retweeted Kanye He's playing West. League of Legends? That's a video game. That's supposedly it's a free oh. oh, okay. Yeah, League of Legends. And then he um, retweeted Kanye West. He tweeted, Mark Zuckerberg invested $1 billion into Kanye West's ideas. And then he tweeted what? after realizing that also has a TV show coming up on FX or Fox. <laughs> I guess and he says after realizing he is the greatest living artist and greatest artist of all time. Um, yo, so yeah, so I don't know what's going on. Yo, what if Martin Scarelli is like a fake like comic book character or whatever? And what if he's been part of the Kanye West uh like marketing team? What if he works for good music and he just ain't said that part? He was a fucking intern. They put him on a goddamn plateau and he becomes the somewhat viral bitch fuckboy that I mean I don't know. He wanted to say he he put his finger in Kanye's butthole, and this is yo. It shouts out to Martin Scarelli because I'm just going scrolling back through his. Uh, See, I don't get though because he, he, he obviously he seems like a douchebag of enough to want to make the fucking the Ponzi and the Ponzi scheme. It's not the Ponzi, the Patsy and the Ponzi scheme, but I don't know. That just it sounds fucking weird. And to see the mix of emotions go from what the fuck you where's my fifty million to what am I gonna do to fuck you I got it back I was just kidding but yet but yet he still can't delete those fucking tweets. Oh no, he said he's trying to get it back. He still hasn't gotten it back. He had said no, that but, uh, yeah. the Bitcoin creator was gonna help him get the money back. But yeah, saying that yeah I'll make my money back. Fuck you guys or whatever. Yeah, but, I'm gonna get it back regardless. He was that kind of no, it, it just shows his emotionalness because he wouldn't have gone into into such a fit had he had thought nigga like fuck y'all like I should be bitching about it. 
No, and he is such a uh, just a douche because uh, like scrolling back through his um, uh, tweets, he retweeted this. Um, someone noticed a Martin Scarelli tweet during the GOP debate, and um, it shows Martin Scarelli, you know, because it has the debate feed on the side while it's going live because Twitter is part of TV now. And Martin Scarelli tweeted, do your thug thing at Jeb Bush. You got this, fam. <laughs> I don't know what's up with this guy. Like, That's I don't know. If he's but he quit rap, though. He no. quit rap. Nigga, he quit rap. He quit rap, yo. I ain't got no more bars for these niggas, yo. So <laughs> so did he make himself like an honorary hip-hop head? Uh, basically, he bought his way into hip-hop. Because you, you, cause you talk about motherfuckers had beefing with, with, with these pioneers and these legends. This nigga literally bought his way into it so that he had a beef because he came at and, and are we going to discuss the fucking video of Ghostface coming back at Skrillex? I haven't watched it. I told myself oh, I was going to watch it. I just I just saw a part and um, I didn't. Yeah, it just yeah, he had just came back at him or whatever. And kind of the part that I saw, he just kind of said the same stuff that everybody's been saying. And so I don't know, Skrelly hasn't or I didn't see Skrelly say anything back. So I'm assuming that's just kind of in the past, especially since this nigga's working to get his 15 million back now. So fucking Scarelli but uh his future is uh oh shit uh Scarelli's future is uh uncertain just like Popo's uh feed right now someone else whose uh future is uh uncertain is uh motherfucking SoundCloud yo um SoundCloud has recently reported that um they've lost about 70 million motherfucking dollars um Music stream host SoundCloud has become arguably, if not undisputedly, the most reliable company of its time since its inception in 2007. However, new financial reports are um, showing a staggering loss that has left the site's future in jeopardy. The German-based SoundCloud writes that in its quest to become the market-leading platform for listening to, creating, and sharing sound, its overhead resulted in the loss of more than $70 million from 2013 to 2014. And uh, uh, it's a damn shame uh, because SoundCloud just recently became our number one podcast platform. So, uh, oh, great. Fantastic. We switch over here and you motherfuckers are going out of business. But uh, despite the understandable reason for concern, the company appears to be more focused on a potential glorious uh, future. So, yeah, so essentially what I was saying was uh, somebody else who had an unfortunate loss was a motherfucking uh, SoundCloud who lost uh, $70 million um, last year. And I was saying it's unfortunate that we just switched to SoundCloud as our premium podcast source. And apparently they're going through some shit right now. Nigga, wouldn't that be the day? I, I, I find that the most ironic and funny. The Jew motherfucker that, yes, doesn't invest, fight liquidly as much as, let's say, you would or you constantly do, you know what I'm saying, with all you're doing. The one fucking time I shot out some cash, you know what I'm saying, o- overbill shit, and then for it just go to shit like that. Ain't that a motherfucker? <laughs> Like, now that would saying, be what happened. And I, I got to walk around, but I'm going to hear you, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
So they're saying that, um, yeah, so it cost them uh, $70 million from uh, 2013 to 2014. But uh, despite the understandable reason for concern, the company appears to be more focused on a potential, uh, potentially glorious future. Um, they says, uh, SoundCloud rep says that um, the reflect uh, those of a company in strong growth stage, they said over 18 million creators are using the platform, sharing well over 110 million tracks and reaching 175 million monthly active users. And uh, SoundCloud also recently managed to raise 77 million in funding for 2016, and that will go towards achieving positive cash flow. And um, what I would actually like to see happens is uh, I would, as much as this would kind of suck because this would be the continuous part of the takeover, I would like to see Google buy SoundCloud and treat SoundCloud like the audio version of YouTube because YouTube, uh, you it's basically a search engine for you to find videos. And I think SoundCloud should be used in the sense of a search, a search engine to find audio and songs and stuff. Like I really like SoundCloud's platform. Now that I'm fucking with it, I'm like, oh, Isn't this that is what SoundCloud special. Red though is all about? SoundCloud what? I mean, YouTube Red? Yeah, but... I don't think that's going to get off the ground. I think YouTube is reaching, like, just stick to what y'all doing. Like, even I thought Vivo was a stretch. I thought that was stupid to do that. I'm pretty sure there's a logical behind the scenes business reason for that. But I just thought it was illogical. But I just I really like SoundCloud and how it works and how it's uh, set up. And um, so I would like Honestly, to see it continue the, what, what makes it so dope, too, is the fact that you can search anything. Now, this gives you yeah. YouTube potential because you're getting shit that's from people, regular old J's and Joe's to actual, you know, what I'm saying uh, licensed uh, labeled music. So I feel like that really does give you a, an easier sense to be able to jump on. And I remember cruising with my cousins and, you know, they want to show me new music. Like they'll look it up on their SoundCloud and then they're, they're going to play it to the ox or to the Bluetooth or whatever the fuck that yeah. you're fucking playing. And it's, it's doing, it's pulling a Google for sure. So, I mean, I, I would like to see that. Yeah, definitely. So. And I'd like for to see he, and hear uh, people go to soundcloud.com slash IBHM podcast. <laughs> fucks with us and um yeah you can definitely find all of uh the episodes and clips and all kinds of shit over there but um papo it's uh about that time to get serious again wait 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 before we get well, serious there's one more uh thing i'm not too sure if you have the link i might have one of them uh here and i'll try to send you through the fb um but wasn't there some shit that popped off with sierra and future uh, just since we're just oh, to kind she of she sued him for fifteen million dollars uh oh. for libel because he was um uh talking shit about her on uh, Twitter and she is felt this about that... her feet? I read something about no, it being about her big ass feet. No, he had said it was the whole thing when he was saying that uh this bitch is keeping me from my kid, um, all this fuckery for fifteen thousand dollars a month. It was all that that he was saying. <laughs> She's suing him for that. But it's crazy because in the past, I think year or two, he's only had like 19 visits. And that kind of that doesn't sound like he's getting a lot of time to spend with his kid. And I don't know if that's her fault, if she's holding him back from the kid or if that's his busy schedule. Don't know. But, but um, yeah, it's only been like 19 visits or something like that in the past year or two. And so that's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. I see my kids more than that in one month. I see him every day. So right. like, I couldn't imagine 19 times over a couple of years. Wow. That's a, 
It's strange. Let's let's do, let's do the math. Can bust out a calculator if you can, or maybe I should. But I want to multiply. Can you bust? Actually, do my fucking phone. So I'm curious to see. And I know, unfortunately, basic math is in my strong suit. Let's uh-huh. say what's what's the stereotypical um, visioning like when someone gets divorced, and people and what dads or moms, whatever the situation is, they see them every other weekend. Is that about sound about right? Yeah, it's every other weekend. Every, every other weekend, so... I think. And how many months? Twelve months is. Of a, a multiple so, of nine? Well, no, Please. so it's what 52 weeks. So 52 divided in half with 20 sits or so. Yeah, by six. So that'd sure. be about 20 sits weeks um, a year. You should get them. So, yeah, so that's not even, he didn't even get a year's worth of every other week. Yeah, because that would be every other week. So that sounds equivalent. I guess he kind of passes then. <laughs> so, or, uh, I mean, yeah, but who's who's to tell how, how the fuck that shit popped off? So either way, that's shitty. So then apparently he's countersuing her. And oh, I, I didn't fr- even hear about that. I forgot what the hell he's countersuing her for. Pretty, I don't know if it's if just like how white people can say, oh, since the accident, my mind's been drifted off and it's hurting my creativity. And like, that's why I might make retarded sounding shit that is hitting hard in the clubs right now. It isn't because, you know what I'm saying? I'm pissing purple. But I just think that's funny. He's in the fire back like that. Saying I'm not going to be a petty motherfucker. And yet he's suing the bitch. So. No, I mean, uh, and you got to too, right? Like, bitch, you're going to sue me? Like, you're obviously going to, you know, get whatever sort of, not settlement or uh, back. Actually, I'm curious because I don't think, I mean, hip hop hasn't been there. So we don't have these stories of all the baby mama drama. And I'm just kind of curious as to what the backlash is from all that and, and how much some of these bitches actually take from these motherfuckers who don't want to pay the child support. Because don't they, won't they just get you eventually? Won't they just go on to your debt? Well, I know it's like... Come on, um, Bruce, you're a black man, and tell me about all the other you know, yo, baby mamas. You're black. You should have some kids that you haven't taken care of. Yo, it's funny, quick little side note. I told you at uh, that panty slanging place that we worked at. Yeah, um, I loved it. For five years, I kept having to explain to people how I didn't have kids. And then, uh, and then like, I had the baby with the white woman. It was like, oh, he's just taking care of the one that he had with the white girl. He's not taking care of. So apparently I have full black kids out there because, you know, I'm a black man. So oh, it's only obvious that I just got kids all over the place. He's only with the white one for credit. They gave authorities the slip so, in a Prius. Didn't mean to play that. But um, so, yeah. Anyway. Yo, by the way. We we missed we totally surpassed though after the Super Bowl right? What's oh no that's oh no that's why I said yeah it, yeah that's the next half of the show. Ah oh god. Pause. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably cause you're racist. Fuck your feelings though. <laughs> <laughs>